I know that the path that Clash is on, it's headed to that like national yeah. stage. Sure. Well, it is a national. I mean, it's, at this it's point, there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, the way people talk about Ledgestone, they will talk about Clash, Alex. Like, look out! I got there's a train. Oh my god! It hit him! It hit him! Oh my god! Alex is dead. Alex no. is dead. Are you okay? Oh my god! He's just smeared all over the tracks. Where did that train come from? Why was he sitting on the tracks? Shouldn't there be more blood? <laughs> Should be a lot more blood. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Juliana Corver, and you are listening to Unstable Discourse. Alex wants your... Ryan needs your... Ashan's got his Welcome in to episode five of season two of Unstable Discourse. Keep going. No, we're not gonna stop. Just keep uh, yeah, welcome in, guys. <laughs> it's the crew. We're back in the boardroom uh, above Embers across from 933 in Lockport, yeah. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's know. the same. It's the usual. The usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Plus a guest that everyone has been dying to have to listen to. Amen. Mm-hmm. We got Lauren Lakeberg. No the, pressure. The disc golf photographer. <clears throat> yep. Maybe the most famous of all of us. Somebody posted that in the mailbag. Who's the, the biggest celebrity of, oh, of all of you? Yeah. I think you might be. You might have the most clout. It's true. Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like a celebrity, though. Well, you wait should. till this episode You've drops. You've been doing this yeah. a long time. Yeah. Ling yeah. Long. I'm just me. Ling long time. <laughs> It's That's so why you're the best, though, because we say that, and then you just say, "I'm just me." That's just mm-hmm. me. I'm Lord, like just me. quietly doing amazing things without <laughs> calling attention to herself. Yep. But yeah, it's me, Alex of Disc Golf Chicago, Ryan Fancher of Unstable Disc Golf Gear. Yes, sir. Sean Callahan of Delwood Disc Golf. Well, I guess this is growing up. And Jason Callahan of Bag of Tricks. Hello, everybody. Yeah. And Lauren Lakeberg, the disc golf photographer. <laughs> this is uh exciting we've started out with uh we each took a shot of jack yeah mm-hmm. and yep. smooth while we listen to blink 182 listen to blink 182 yeah. yeah and we're trying a new cocktail which is our our tradition now sheila callahan is actually in the yeah. room with us as well actually i should have included sheila in the intro sheila callahan of delwood disc golf is in the room and sheila picked our cocktail for this episode it's called a paloma mm, sheila good. can you tell me what's in this cocktail what's the main tequila. there's tequila in it ah. tequila. it's beautiful there's there's uh it's the prettiest cocktail we've had so far i think shout out to andy the bartender who always hooks us up with uh something special in our glasses tequila <laughs> The name of this episode 
is, I'm sorry to tell you, but the name of this episode is Look, Look at this photograph. photograph. Every time Damn I do it, it makes me laugh. Yeah, we thought about Goodbye. that for a long time. <laughs> uh, we eliminated a lot of other options and decided this is the best one. Give or take yeah. about six seconds. That's thought. Okay, that's accurate. Uh, yeah, so we're talking to Lauren about her journey through the history of disc golf. She's been there to capture some of the most amazing moments that some people would never have known about if she wasn't there. Right. She's she's right. brought so many special moments to so many people. Is there another disc golf photographer who's got more clout? No. I don't believe so. You are for this amount disc golf of photographer. time. She's been doing it since twenty. 20- even before 2010? Oh, yeah. I started playing in 2003 and was first published in 2009. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. So, and, and I was... The year uh, I started playing. Well, was, you were just a wee sperm. <laughs> <and your dad laughs> just, Shout, Shout out, out to Alice's dad's, dad's nuts. nuts. Yes. Yes. I love you, dad. <laughs> Those nuts are going to come out on every episode. Right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was talking to Lauren before we got up here. Uh, just just getting up, just a couple little tidbits of stuff she's done and like what this journey's been like and... I knew it was amazing, but there's... You didn't know just how amazing. I can't wait to get to the meat and potatoes. Uh, But uh, before we get to the meat and potatoes and before we get to Lauren's story, this whole thing, there's a formula to it, and Mm -hmm. it starts with Fired Up. Fired Up! (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. Ryan, what are you fired up about? Well, I'm fired up about trying to mix that down and make that work timing-wise with Sean's Fired Up now because we've done so many long ones that that one's going to throw it off. But what I'm Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. I'm actually fired up about is the possibility um, of some cool things happening for Clash because the European leg of the tour was formally canceled. Correct. This week. Whoa, so a lot know. of the touring pros that were signed up for Clash but were ultimately going to opt to go to Europe don't have an option mm-hmm. to go to Europe now. Is so, Sula canceled? I don't know what exactly is canceled. I, I did know see European that, like, Open was canceled. The European Open was canceled, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming the rest are going to be right. following suit. I would think. So that means... I'm, that sucks. It does suck. It does I suck. I feel for them. Absolutely, because that time. is an incredible leg of the tour. Like, right. If you have the ability to go and do that, I would absolutely do that over anything else. But since they cannot, I feel like there are going to be very many more touring pros that are going to come to clash and get those points tour pass that's right so i'm excited to see how many big names are going to come to clash now a few Mm. brody smith that's pretty exciting yep there are a bunch of other people that have the Wait, tour pass. You're saying Brody Smith might come, or he's he's signed he up for Clash Europe, currently. It what? Yeah, yeah. but he's he got, got the a tour pass, so he signed up for oh. all of them. Yeah. Right? So all but Silver Series because he doesn't all- have gotcha. the option to go to Europe now. That weekend is open, so Silver Series get so yourself if they some don't extra go to points. Europe, so Worlds is the weekend before Clash, and if they don't go to Europe, which they would take the weekend of Clash uh-huh. to travel to Europe, if they're Nally. not going there, then their options after Worlds are either going to the Majestic, mm-hmm. same weekend as Clash, or Clash. Right. And Clash is a Silver Series event. Majestic is not. Right. And with a Silver Series event, you get a quarter of the points for the tour. So it only makes sense for all of the pros that are vying for top spots to get those extra points. Why are we not screaming and excited about this right now? Because we don't know. Oh, Like, inside, I'm screaming. But on the outside, I'm trying to stay reserved because I don't want to get... Just being cool about it. You got to plan for the worst and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. So... We'll see. But I'm I'm stoked for that. Again, it sucks that they have to do it that. Does. But it was unfortunate for them. 
it's going to be cool for us, I think. I think so too. Super cool. There are actually some exemption spots that the DGPT holds just for those last minute big names that don't have somewhere to go. And then Jeff Spring just goes, hey, you could skip over everybody that was- Shoehorn this guy in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Signed Correct. up and, and yeah. take that spot. So yeah. Usually Jeff Spring saves it for me just in case well, I want to yeah, play on the it, tour, but right. I never like have time. That first spot is Ryan Fancher, every, right. then Paul McBeth. Correct. Then yeah. Ricky. But I always turn it down. I never have time. Or is it is it Fancher, Wysocki, Macbeth, I think? It's oh, I don't look at two and three. I just look oh, at number one. Yeah, they're not important. <laughs> Obviously. But that's what I'm fired mm-hmm. up about. So we'll see how that plays out. I am reserved, but fired up. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wait. Uh, I was going to go Safely last. fired up. Safely yeah. fired up. <laughs> Smoldering <tonight>. up. <laughs> Smoldering. Warmed up. Um, <laughs> I was going to go last, which is pretty much the standard format. But I'm going to piggyback now because... When you brought up Brody Smith, that led me to a secret third thing that I'm fired up about because I, I already had two planned. Oh, cool. Secret <laughs> third. Secret third. Secret third. Power uh, up. So the secret third, I'll start with that, is um, it's not even a secret. He's I, I've been posting heating about up. It. He's heating up. <laughs> the uh, Chicago Union, the professional ultimate Frisbee team, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. reached out and they were like, hey, let's, uh, let's cross promote. Let's do some uh, ultimate Frisbee events and disc golf events. So they actually have a uh, a doubles event that they're doing at 50 Acre Park. Like you can play with one of the Chicago Union professional players. Hell yeah. Um, so we're looking at ways to do more things with them and then yeah. to do things with us. One of their captains is like, would love to come on the show. And I was like, well, if you do that, we're going to have to talk about Brody Smith, of course, obviously, right? If Brody Smith is going to be at Clash, we got to figure out a way to collaborate. All yeah, the we'll things. figure it out. Find the I think that could be a thing. Synergy yeah. thing. There's something there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other two things are Dogecoin. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. me about it. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend who just... Are you in? Oh, I've been in. You bit you. I've been in. That's Drink to that. Ryan's How much? so loose right now. How much money did you make, Doc? Or Doge? Should I just call well, you Doge? I'm, <laughs> let's, ju- let's just say over the course of the last two days, we're doing pretty good. All right. Dude. So, and All right. it's going to disappear because it's just a pump and dump. But right. for well, now, why don't you just get out and, and hold your money then? Well, I'm in for the long haul, baby. Baby, he's got diamond hands. Diamond, diamond hands, baby. <laughs> so one of my uh, very close friends, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want people to start hitting him up and begging him for money. Mm-hmm. He told me when Dogecoin was at uh, 15 cents, he goes, if it hits 20 cents, I'll become an actual millionaire. And I was like, dude. And, it hit and like 10 minutes cents. later, it hit 20 cents. And then it continued to go up to 40 cents. So he cashed out and he, in our group chat, he was like, guys, I'm just telling you now I'm going to disappear for a while and I might come back with a Lamborghini and it's been, uh, you know, I'll talk to you guys later. Nice knowing you. Get that paper, boy. Yeah. Damn. Um, Meanwhile, I sold at six and a half cents. So cool. (laughs) Um, uh, Paper hands. But I do feel really good. (laughs) I do feel really good about how much I hyped it up on social media and yeah. like a bunch of people that otherwise probably wouldn't have cared, decided to just throw a couple bucks at it. And yeah, it's fine. I've been getting the worst part about this is so many people have been hitting me up going like, dude, d- did you see the Dogecoin prices? And I'm like, yes, I did. I've been paying attention. I'm glad you're still in. Um, enjoy <laughs> yeah. the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's just crazy. I can't believe it's happening. It is. It's great. Yeah. And then my last Sorry. Thing, yeah. No, I, I didn't know you were in. I'm really happy yeah. for you, dude. That's- I, I'm in for fun. I'm not in f- seriously, but the amount of money that is being thrown is serious. So I bought back in at the all time high. I had so much FOMO. I bought in and it dipped. Mm-hmm. It it dipped of like yeah. by fifty percent the moment I bought back in. Yep. That's Anyways, how it happens. This is the disc golf podcast. Let's get back on track. Uh the last thing I'm fired up about is that we 
have had our second meeting with the Paul McBeth Foundation and uh, Dana Vici of Disc Golf Park. Ever Dan of Vici. Dane of Vici. Of Vici. And the Jackson Park Park District people. It's real. Like it's it's happening. Yes. We have the permission to put mobile baskets out there. They want us to put on programming for kids events and uh, start leagues and just put foot traffic out there so that we have enough support and uh, can demonstrate to the community the benefits so that we can put a permanent course there. And uh, Disc Golf Park has already committed to donating all the baskets and signs that we need. The Paul McBeth Foundation has already said, whatever you guys need. And the first thing is they're going to donate some discs so the kids have something to play with. Sure. Uh, but they're also, we want to send Paul out there to do some clinics with you guys. We want to send Jomez to get footage while that's happening. Mm-hmm. We want to have Paul on the podcast. And I said, sure, yeah, I guess that's fine. We could do that. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> NBD. Do, we, do we have... I guess. I'll see if I we have, I'll see if we have some availability. We should be able to yeah. Yeah. We'll figure somewhere. it out. Um, we'll but try. I will that's be, not a promise. I'm just telling I'm you. I'm just letting you know now. If Paul is on the show, I'm going to fan out. I'm going to be here to photograph it. Yeah, Lauren's coming back to photograph <laughs> that, obviously. In case you guys don't know, Lauren has a special relationship with Paul. We're going to get to that later. We'll get into it. That's how my day started. I woke up. I saw a Dogecoin. I had my meeting with the you know these people. It's been a crazy day, if you can't tell. I'm only five hours of sleep, but I feel uh-huh. like... You're f- I'm wired. fired up, I'm fired one up. might say. I'm He's on fire. <laughs> He's on fire. And now I pass the baton to you, Sean. What are you fired up about? I am also Beat fired that. up. Yeah, right. Like, I don't know how to follow that. Sorry, uh, dog. Clash. Uh, so we're getting pretty close now. How many months away are we? Like a couple. Two and a half. But it's, uh, but I'm it's getting like nervous. Di- right. We're getting to yeah. the point where it's like, okay, did we, uh, did we put t-shirt sizes on the side up? Right. Yeah. It's getting like that. Yeah. So I just, I love being in this time of a larger event because it mm. literally, even though it's two and a half months away, all those pieces are being fit together. We are together. planning some little portion of it every day. Like I was just at Ryan's house. Sheila and I both were there doing some more artwork for a potential mm-hmm. disc release that would happen in and around that time. And mm. like that type of stuff, like the hype of everything that we're doing just has got mm-hmm. me just like, yeah, let's go. Like, please let it be two and a half months from now. That's fine. With <laughs> yeah, me. yeah. But uh, just it's got me. It's cool because you can savor out. every little success along the yes. way. Yeah, sure. because that weekend goes by in about 45 seconds. Yep. So... And when it the, rains, it's like 15 seconds. Uh, well, no, it's 17 hours and yeah. also 45 seconds right. at the same time. Uh, the lead up, you have to tell yourself to enjoy it as it's coming, because yes. once mm-hmm. we get to the event, all bets are off. Right. It's yeah. like you're blacked yeah. out. You're just like in turn. You're For in work mode. Yeah. And For then blacked out. when everything's done, you can reflect back mm-hmm. on what everything that just happened. Well, but it's that, like a wedding. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't even remember oh. so much of what happened at your wedding until totally a wedding. people tell you later about yeah. what happened totally. during the wedding. Yeah. Yep. No, it, that happens with every single one of our events. We're doing, you know, the 7.38 tea time, and then we're doing the 2.35 tea time. And you're like, what? Wait, where'd it go? Oh, okay. Well, we're yeah, done. all I did okay. was ramble about what OB was for yeah. the last six hours. And it's gone. And then, yeah. So, and Clash is, you know, exponentially faster than that. Enjoying all of this and trying to fit all those pieces together is great. And we got yeah. out uh, whatever day it was, and we tested out some new pin positions. We did. I also met with the landscaper, Mr. Tom McSweeney, that did all of the work on holes one and two out at Delwood for a couple mm-hmm. more smaller mm. projects out on holes. Premier landscaping, or what are they called? Elite. 
Elite Landscaping. Elite landscaping. landscaping. Uh, so a couple of little, uh, little more projects out there. Mm-hmm. A couple more projects. Not as so, big, but the things that need to get done to just make the course that much more. Premier. Yeah, I feel like th- the projects themselves are not Important as big, but me. they're more significant. Yes, I just want ways. it to look epic. And yeah. they're all building to one of the coolest disc golf tournaments in the country. And I say that having only been to like two big tournaments. But um, <laughs> yeah. I know that the path that Clash is on it's headed to that like national yeah. stage. Sure. Well, it is a national. I stage mean, it's it's point, there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, the way people talk about Ledgestone, they will talk about. Clash Alex, like, look out! I got this train. Oh my god! It hit! It hit him! Oh my god! Alex is dead. Alex no. is dead. Are you okay? Oh my god! He's just smeared all over the tracks. Where did that train come from? Why was he sitting on the tracks? Shouldn't there be more blood? <laughs> Should be a lot more blood. Uh, in case listeners, in case you don't know, there's a train that goes by while we do the show all the time. But well done, guys. It doesn't yeah, was, seem like it should be that loud. That was a treat. <laughs> it was in the room. And kudos to Lauren for just playing along right away. Yeah. Un, yes. Unprompted. No. Good work. It was that shot of Jack. That's, yep. it. That's what did yep. it. Yep. Did you have anything else? I feel like uh, I, I was I making have, a point, uh, but I forgot. Yeah. I mean, we, we messed around with some possibilities on 18 that I think are going to come to fruition. I'm excited about Fruitation. that. Fruitation. Yeah. XXL layout. We are going to be playing 6A long this year. Oh, thank God. In the past, we have played 6A short and played whole six. We are not playing whole six and we are playing 6A long. So should we call cool. this the triple XO at this point? Because we're changing Just it? Just about. We should. That's yeah. my size. I would love that. Triple yeah. XL rated. <laughs> triple XL rated. Yeah. What are you so. talking about doing to 18? It's like one of the only other spots where we can really stretch an idea of what we already have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a very cool landmark very close to hole 18. So as you're coming up from playing either the A or the B pin, you're mm-hmm. coming up the corkscrew. I call it the corkscrew. Yeah. Uh, gravel path. And to your left is one of the dams there. Yeah. In the past, we've done temp holes that have played shorter and then played up to the dam. Yep. I want essentially that type of hole as the second shot for hole 18. So you'd be throwing over the creek, under the bridge, landing in the fairway of 18. Okay. And then throwing a second shot kind of like 90 degrees to your left if you're from the tee all the oh. way up and over the dam to a flat yeah. spot with the creek in the background. It's right. like That sounds tough. And nuts. what the, yeah. the best part about this is, is normally <clears throat> giant drive, placement shot, putt in. But in this case, your shot, shot off the, the tee placement. has to be a placement shot. Yeah. Otherwise, it's all If over. you go long, then you're like super pinched off and you got to right. throw like a so, crazy... Uh, Hope Lefty guys, hyzer, that righty awesome. Annie shot. We played it, and it was it was much more doable than I had imagined without as much work as I thought was going to be have to be put in. So we'll see Correct. how that goes. That's dope. Uh, I was actually re-listening to uh, episode eight, the bearded one from season one, mm-hmm. Dana. The stories you guys were talking about, I think it's Maple Hill, and you were talking about playing 18 and how you wanted to do something really special on hole 18 right. at Delwood. Right. To come in the next wow. day, and you're talking about doing something special. I'm like, yes. Yeah, sick. There it is. And so last thing to mention is yes. that the final hole will be hole one long. So as we're before, we were talking about doing the fairway of hole one would be like a spectator area for watching hole two. Mm-hmm. Too long, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So now after hole 12 to the B pin, one long tee to the A pin with the new landscaping on the green, that will be the finishing right. hole. Then you're going to come up the stairs and then you're right at the shop. And it's, But picture this, final card big guns throwing down the final hole and everybody up on the road oh, all the yeah. way And we along. can let everybody in on a two's fairway and they could stay on two's fairway side once they're done playing hole two. Yeah. 
then everybody can leak in and watch the final hole. Then we can get those photos of the crowds watching the people play, which mm-hmm. from help. below and above. Yeah. We'll have to hire a photographer. Yeah. If you guys know anybody. Good information. Yeah. I'll just yeah. take some notes and let my people know. But have your people get back to our Please. people. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Perfect. Well, damn. That's uh, that's a lot. That's exciting. That's yeah. J-Man, what are you yeah. fired up about? I do have something I'm fired up about. Uh, is it a there recipe? Is, there is a recipe, is it a recipe <laughs> that I found online. Yeah. There's this TV show on Disney+. Plus. It's the best It's the show. best show in I the world. Ever. Me, Lauren. <laughs> I don't even know why I come here every time. Heart sign. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Cobra Kai. <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't even talk. No, uh, there is nothing I'm for fired life. up about other than the fact that I've started my fourth job and I am officially an employee of Delwood Disc Golf. Last Sunday uh, was my first day. I did my training that day. It was fantastic. I you wore joggers. I was so I proud wore, of him. Uh, he looks so cute. He told me. He told me. He <laughs> it's was a like, dude, you know there's like a way we dress, right? And I was like. <laughs> there's a dress code. <laughs> I was like, don't worry. I got this. I yeah. went and bought some joggers. Got me a, a nice hoodie. It was I, all Adidas at, from the ground I, up. I look yeah. I look <laughs> legit. They, he, they he, count all legitness. of legitness. All meant it. That was legitness. I the second I walked in, all three of them, him, Sheila, that Corey, they all commented. They're like, "You've I done looked. it, yeah, yeah." You're I doing did. it, Peter. You had your first full day of work, right? No, my first full day of work will be this upcoming Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I just did training for like three hours. Other than so while you were okay, okay go ahead. Ryan. No, I was going to say other than ask all the questions. I'm please, a professional yeah. at this point. Yes, other than yeah. just knowing all of the product, which takes forever, and I still don't know because uh-huh. I'm not in there all the time. What was the hardest part? You think? Oh, it was 100. Besides your yeah. right, right. Yeah. My PP is the hardest part. <laughs> there we go. Oh, good. Thank you. Leave that in there. Thank you. Sure. Go on. Go ahead. Oh well, it was God. funny because uh, <laughs> I was. Sean hates hates these. He I said PP guys. <laughs> he said PP. Oh, good. I was. You better Michael, leave this in. On Sunday, he texted me because they open at ten, and he was like, uh, "Are you on your way?" And I was like, "No, it's all good. You caught my pre come over." <laughs> oh, got him. Cut that. Got anyway, him. Um. No, so the wait, hardest wait, wait. part. So I, I am dying to know how you're going to handle people asking you questions. People who, A, don't know you yet because they yes. don't listen to the podcast or right. realize that you're Jason from the podcast. Right. People who are like, hey, I was thinking about this disc. What do you think about this one? What, so what in the world are you going to say? There will be a day in the future where I may potentially be by myself. Uh-huh. But until then, oh, I wouldn't there will always be somebody there that's like out on the sales floor, kind of like mixing it up, gotcha. making sure that they're getting their needs met. Mm-hmm. And then I'm at the register just ping, ping, ping. Ping, 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 type it in, sting. Keep doing it. Yeah. Ping, ping, typing in everything and then ringing it up. Ping, ping, ping. Which will help them become more familiar. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, you're only going to have this status for now. And the more questions people ask you and the more time you do this, the more. But I'm very observant and absorbent. So I will be able to like take that information and put it in the back of my brain oh, and be zero like, zero oh, right. doubts. Yeah. You have total yeah. confidence okay, that you that will. Okay, that does that. Right. Got it. Yeah. I can file that away. Yeah. And at the very least, you can be like, you know what? I've heard a lot of people feel this way about it's, this. It's disc. so easy to have that conversation exactly. once right. you've heard it happen several times. And I'm yeah. like, and you will. I'm no expert, yeah. but. Yeah. And then, yeah. But yeah. there's this disc called the Groove, and mm-hmm. I cannot <laughs> tell you <laughs> how good I've heard. I can't <laughs> talk to you about putters, but if you want to talk yeah. about buttholes. Yeah. Yeah. All day. <laughs> All day. And the conversation isn't that far apart from each other. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So it turns out most disc manufacturers put the name of the disc on there, so it's pretty easy to sell it once you know what it's called. Most of the time. Most of the time. For just about three hours, Sheila took him around, starting with the very first bin, and quizzed him. Mm Mm-hmm. And like pulled really? out each yeah. mold and was like, "What? How would you ring this up?" How, literally for three hours, all the way. Like, if you know the shop, you know that like it kind of serpentines yeah. around the whole shop. Yep. Yeah. And she went around the whole shop with him and That's was good. quizzing him wow. the whole way. You got to so, hire slow from AVR right. to Zuka. Right. I right. Ooh. listen to this guy. Oh. You're welcome. From A to Z, yep. trademark that. Damn, oh, that's great. From AVR and to uh, damn, how how do you feel about? Uh, oh, this is a stupid question, but there's I'm, no stupid questions, only stupid people. Go ahead, I'll, I'll be I'll Ask be a away. stupid person because I already know the answer. But how do you feel about people that are gonna want to talk to you because you're Jason from the podcast? Uh, I will always oh, that have won't happen, so it doesn't matter. A golden sharpie in my pocket that if anyone needs you're gonna a be off. You're already thinking about autographs. Absol- absolutely, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Quilled and ready, as they say. It will happen too. Yeah, It'll happen. it will happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dave Hopkins it's will come thing. in and Mike have Sirdar. something for me to sign. Mike Sirdar. Yeah, Joe Moore. Happy to do it. Jose Moss. Who else would be really excited to, to get a, a Jason autograph? Who else comes to mind? Jason Jake Thorns. Jake Thorns. Jackie T. Oh, Jackie T. Horns. I will. I'll hook you up, Jackie T. Horns. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited. I think it was a good decision on Delwood's part. To bring you into the fold. Amen. Thank you. Lauren, what are you fired up about? Yeah, you got to match all of that. I am really fired up because I'm teaching a photography class mm-hmm. this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Mm. And my friend Alex is going to attend. He sounds handsome. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> it's because it's him. Just just what, from what you've like said it. so far, sounds like a good guy. He really is. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the, did I ask you about this or did you put the idea out first? You asked me about it and I made it happen. Definitely. Yeah, you so, did. You yeah. jumped on it right away. You put together like a blog post about it, um, yeah. a website to sign up. Like you jumped all over it. Yes. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. So there, I'm already assuming there will be more of these later. Unfortunately, this is going to, this episode is going to drop by the time we've already done the class, but right. I will tell everybody about it. And if other people want to do this, let's just, what, you're going to be teaching, what, what are you teaching me? So this is a 101 class, and it's fundamentally about exposure and using a DSLR manual camera and mm-hmm. getting comfortable with the exposure triangle. There's three variables there with the ISO, the shutter speed, and the aperture. So God, you're making me feel gonna, so dumb. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do some experiments and things so that you understand how things work. Awesome. So. If somebody wanted to do a class with you, but they didn't have a DSLR, like they just had an iPhone uh, Pro 12 Max or something. Um, <laughs> Who has one of those? I, I think I, mean, this I got cl- one right here. If you guys, you oh, guys what, it? Oh, what is it? I got one right here. What you is guys it? Want to check it out. It's got three lenses on there. Is it the. Lauren told me that, it, that I take good blah. photos. So. Is it the iPhone? If, but if somebody legitimately wanted to learn yeah. how to take better pictures with their phone, could you, would you be interested in teaching them about that? Could too? you? Would you? It, absolutely. Absolutely, I would. Mm. Cool. Um, so that's going to happen. I'm sure people are going to, yeah. because not everybody has a DSLR, but there are like camera. advanced functions on most phones where you can at least mess with the shutter speed and the film speed and the aperture and all that to, to see that. And actually with a phone, in a lot of cases, you can kind of see that in real time and how it affects the exposure. So that's actually kind of cool. Ryan knows some shit. I did not realize oh, wow. Ryan knows some oh. shit. He knows yeah. a little bit about everything. 
thing. Yeah. I used to do it a long time ago. Yeah. But uh, even if you don't have a DSLR, I think that would be good because you can see, you know, the, the effects that it makes. So. so we're doing this April 18th. This is the Sunday. Uh, and also, we're going to be joined by... Oh, my God, Alex. Look out. There's another trip. How did you not see it coming? He, he was right. dead scared. before. He's oh alive again. God. And then he got back to again. Again. And he didn't get off the tracks. You scared <laughs> the shit out of me just now. You... Dork. God damn. You're a huge dork for that. Stand by me. Uh, uh, who you guys else? I see a dead body. There's some... God <laughs> damn it. Who else is joining us on Sunday? Ryan Aquino from Disc Golf Digest. Nice. Disc Golf Digest. Not the Kino. Aquino. Just Aquino. Aquino. Just one of them. Ryan Aquino. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. And we're doing it around the. The, the sun will be coming down a little bit. That's perfect. Yes. So it's going to be, it's starting at like 530. Sunset is at 730. So we'll have some knowledge to lead into this great light. And it's at O'Brien Park in Downers Grove. Yeah. Which, yes. if you go there, it looks like nothing. But actually, I have won photo contests there. Ooh. So you can make something yep. out of nothing at any given time. I believe, you don't have to. To convince me of that because just so everybody knows lauren showed up to uh disc golf chicago's league on monday night we were just doing uh uh doubles mm-hmm. league and all of a sudden in the middle of registration KLM? yeah klm nice lauren walks up and i was like what? <laughs> what what up and she came out with her with her camera and just like klm is is a cool course i i, I love it it's it, there's a lot to like about it mm-hmm. yep. but it's not the most like it's not the most scenic place or anything but when I saw the pictures from the event, I had like a single tear drop. Yeah. <laughs> Were some of them of that handsome guy we've been hearing about? Alex? Alex, that's going to be yeah. at the class yeah, on Sunday? Yeah, and fortunately, right. he was all a silhouette, so you didn't have to see his face. Uh, just his oh, physique. <laughs> which is picturesque. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're, you're so right. You've turned moments of just us walking to the basket into scenes that look like every disc golfer should want that poster on their wall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I cool. freaking love that. Picture. Like there's going to be yeah. an explosion going on behind you walking. Like, oh, I love yeah. that. No, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited for the class. I'm glad you're excited, too. Aquino, I'll see you there. Yeah. <clears throat> that is a wrap. Well, you, you did see him there. You will have seen him there. Yeah. Yeah. It was good seeing you there, the, Ryan. There you yeah, go. Right. That's, the, yeah. that's the tense. Yeah. We're trying to. Uh, time travel. We're mastering time travel. <laughs> time travel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that puts a wrap on Fired Up, and that moves us along to the Callahallander Rundown. Sean, bing, 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 take bing, us into bing, the Callahallander Rundown. You know what it is. It's the Callahallander Spring Edition. We're going to keep it short and sweet, but there's going to be tons of details, so make sure you pay attention, folks. The Clay Track Classic 3 at Trinity is happening in less than 24 hours. It will have happened. It will have happened by the time they listen to this. Time travel. You Time know travel. what it is. The mystery event went live tonight. How many spots have we filled so far, Sheila? You have nine spots in left. Nine sp- in uppers. Yes. Uppers, hopefully by the time you hear this. Open you advanced, guys. Get your on. poop in a group. It's going to be a really... <laughs> six. Oh, six left. Okay. It's going to be a great time. Real time. What's funny about this event, though, is that we can now talk about it because it is in the past. Correct. So we can tell them... Yeah. That it is the Greater Joliet Tour Series Tournament, Tournament Director, Director Team, Team Challenge. Challenge. It is going to be a match play event over at Trinity Links, where myself and Ryan and Leo Borowski and Thor Bachelor are Correct. going to be captains. Correct. There are 72 people that will be signed up by the time that you hear this. Mm-hmm. We will each have an 18-person team, mm-hmm. seeded team, mm-hmm. that will be competing against the other seeds match play style. Six-hole match play. 
This is... Oh. So the top two teams will move on to play a second round. There will be one winner. Here's the catch. All of the TDs will have a predetermined project locally that we will be competing oh. to raise funds for. Sick. Mm-hmm. So the TD who wins not only has a winning team, which is fantastic, but we're also going to raise like 1800 bucks for mm-hmm. whatever project they have in mind that they want to raise funds for. Mm-hmm. So yeah. How are teams being determined? Please tell me. The four of you are going to stand up oh. there and go, I want that person. I want that person. Oh, it's better you than like that. Gym class. Ryan, go ahead and take it. Well, I don't know exactly how because I think I figure Leo is going to have the details on this more than we are. But uh, we are going to be not far away from where we are now. Right. Over across the street at Nick and Ivy's. And we are going to do uh, an event there where we are going to have a live draft set up. Correct. Well, are the players going to be at the live draft? They can be. They can be. Oh. <sighs> Because by the time we do this, every I mean, everybody's, we're at six people left. So right. So everybody's going to be signed out. up. And yeah, so we're going to do a live draft and pick on the spot. And uh, I believe Leo's going to have it filmed and everything. And we're going to do it I'm inviting and, myself. I'm coming. Yeah, it's going to be mic'd up. We're going to yeah. have a so, good old time. Yeah. Wait, 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 what's the date of the live draft? TBD. Oh, okay. TBD. Okay. Early yeah. May. Like mm-hmm. there's three Mondays okay. in May. We haven't landed on which one we're going to do. Probably the first or second Monday in May. I should be able to be there. I'd like to go do some unstable discourse stuff while that's If it's going. on a Monday, oh, I uh, should be. Able we to have not discussed well. with Jason or Alex, but you are in a big way involved yes. in this situation. You're going to have to be. So, yeah. Okay. Excellent. I like the sound yes. of that. Yep. Yeah. That's all you got to tell me. I will bring so, my handsome face. Yeah. That is going to be so much fun. That event is going to be also sponsored by our great friend, Paul Ivnick over at Nick and Ivy Brewing. Can't wait for that one. Mm-hmm. Going to be a blast. Uh, Workforce Brewing Open 3 at Homer Glen Heritage Park goes mm-hmm. live on April 30th. The event mm-hmm. is on May, May 29th and 30th. 29th. Yep. After that, Clash of the Canyons 5 Am Weekend. Have you heard of it? Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> you better listen up. <laughs> It's on July, excuse me, June 19th and 20th, filled super quick, the player party, mm. which we are going to be arranging with Miss Kayla, uh, will be here at Embers we'll be in about downtown Lockport. 12 feet below us. Right, on mm-hmm. the second floor. Correct. Where mm. we're going to have the whole space. In the the like the reception room? Correct, thing? where you go, oh, you got like the catwalk sick, and all that. Sick. So we're going to be doing all kinds of fun stuff. I'm going to set up a putting challenge, TBD. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to want to come to that for Did sure. You say TDB? TBD. TDB. The dry it's gets so well. TDB. <laughs> the dry is so well. Yeah. Did I say that? I, I, thought, I thought I heard TDB. We'll rewind the tape. Ryan will let us know. If, if I'm, uh, if I'm wrong, you're going to be picking up your player pack it's, here. Uh, the episode where Ryan's trying to launch the website and Ryan says TBD and then Michael says TDB. Yes, correct. Uh, yeah. Oh. I hope you did because if not, this was a totally unnecessary tangent. <laughs> oh, we'll, well, we'll Ryan can fix that. Uh, so you're going to be picking up your player pack. There's going to be a putter challenge, like I announced. Mm-hmm. Amazing beer is always food and raffle. So you better be here June 18th, the Friday before Clash Friday. Am weekend. Mm-hmm. Clash can we? Uh, can we put little cardboard cutouts of us in this room, like we're doing the podcast, like or like oh, a wax museum that type would thing? Be good. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Yes. Yeah, people can. This could be know. like the VIP lounge where, Dude, like, you sponsored have to, by so, get somebody you, to sponsor yeah. the VIP lounge. Put your heads on the popsicle sticks and give them out. And to yes, oh, yeah. like the big heads. Yes, 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 yes. God, full of good ideas. Mm. <laughs> Clash at the Canyons Five DGPT. Silver Series presented by Discmania. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? <laughs> it is also full. Uh, but here's the thing, guys. 
all you AM players that are not playing that event, the spectator passes. There are still mm-hmm. tons of them. Many of them. Give you a quick rundown of what is still available. Here are the packages. So for 10 bucks, you could just get a spectator pass and you could just come out and spectate. It's that cheap. If you want to come and watch, 10 bones, no big deal. Mm-hmm. $30 spectator pass is going to get you a fanny pack. Uh, yes. I bet, I bet that's going to be pretty cool and have some kind of Ryan Fancher reference somewhere on it. Uh, I'll talk him into a it. A long time coming. I'll talk him into it. So that's what she said. 30 bucks, <laughs> $30 spectator pass. You're getting a fanny pack and a disc. Here's the thing. That's already sold out. That package is already sold out. That's what she said. There were 50 spots. Uh-huh. Is there an extra it's fanny pack? I wanted to buy one. $55 spectator pass. You've got more. $55 spectator oh, pass. You can get the fanny pack, the disc, a shirt, a koozie that is limited to 50 spots and there are 33 left. So when you hear this, go over to discgolfscene.com. Come on, Pete. I would do it now, but my phone's on airplane mode. Has to be. Leave well, it. when we're done, all right? Fine. $75 spectator pass. You're going to get There's a fanny pack. You're going to get mass. a disc. You're going to get a shirt, a koozie, a hat, and a disc golf pin brought to you by Ooh, yeah. disc golf pins. Come on, Nina. Is it a Delwood? Who's it? What kind of pin is it? It's a clash pin. It's a clash pin. It's there are only 100 of those, mm. and there are still 79 left. So if you want to get all of that swagginess and a sweet disc golf pin, come and on And spectate the Silver and Series all weekend. Clash 5 all weekend. That's good for all weekend. Mm-hmm. Jump on those $75 spectator passes, y'all. Do it. Mm-hmm. Discgolfscene.com. Yep. Come on, Pete. I know you guys got that stimulus money. You got your Dogecoin money. Right. Somebody right. cash some stuff out. Get these expenses. Cash these- some out. Leave some aside for taxes next year. Yeah, leave some for taxes. Yes. And then buy the then, $75 yeah, pack. Get the yeah. Don't be a fool tier. now. Don't it's fool VIP. You know how we do. So that is the Callahelander rundown yeah. brought to you by, unofficially, Discgolfscene.com. Come on, Pete. Come on, Pete. What's up with Pete, by the way? Is there, uh, is there he any has legitimately there? said that he will do something for us, and we just haven't reached out to yeah, like we'll, actually make that happen. I don't even but want anything from him. I just want to keep saying, come on, Pete. <laughs> I, me too. Same. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're going to do. Yeah. Yes. We will keep this going, and it will be fun. If and Pete really like wants it. to do something, let us know. Otherwise, we're cool with just harassing you on, right. with no real goal No end in sight. <laughs> no, correct. Yeah. Cool. I hope he gets emails like, Pete, come on. Yeah, I hope yeah. Uh, listeners. Uh, come on, Pete. <laughs> please, we want to start a campaign. Yeah. Listeners, just, just send him minutes. subject line. Come on, Pete. With nothing, <laughs> no body of the email. Just, yep. just come God, on. Pete. I wish I had his email to put out. Yeah, right. I'm sure you right can now. find it. Listeners, don't let us down. Pete at yeah. discgolfscene.com. It wasn't us. Yeah. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. Uh, okay, that takes us into the local route. The 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 no no. Local route. Good job. I did not Sassy. see that coming. Yeah, that had a vibe about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to turn the lights down low. <laughs> Local route. <laughs> Better talk about somebody that's around here. <laughs> that just turned creepy. Yeah. 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 Creepy. Now Creep. nobody wants to be part of it. Come on, Pete. All right, okay. sorry. Come on, Pete. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, local route. Ryan, do you yeah. actually have a local route this week? I do. I do. I do. Um, First of the season? Wow. Have you yeah. had one yet? In no, I've two? had a couple, in. just not in yeah. a couple, okay. couple episodes. Okay. So there was a person that uh, I spoke with this week, and uh, we've mentioned him on the podcast, but he's never actually made any of the photos in the photo dump. Hmm? He mentioned it, and it was very funny to me that he Ooh. hasn't. And I'm going to shout out for my local route, your friend and mine, Lil Doan. Lil Doan. Donnie Longton. 
Uh, what? God, yeah. Johnny so, has never made the album. He's. We've mentioned his name, but he's never actually never made the. And he meant he mentioned that he he's was like, like a folklore. That means that yeah. means it's been bothering him for a while. Oh, for a good long time. Yeah, for a good long time. And I don't. I would have felt the same way. Sure. So uh, he actually came over to my house and shop a couple days ago, and helped me with some play track classic stuff with yes. some Main Street mandatory stuff that I had to do. Yes. And it's just generally a good time when he's around and he helps the vibe. And He is one of the best energies I've yeah. ever met in my life. So he showed up. I, I ordered some Chipotle. He picked it up. So he had two bags of Chipotle in hand. He had a lollipop for my daughter. He had some Sour Patch Kids. He had That's a, how you do it. Yeah, he had a giant Diet Coke. And he brings we, friendship to a yeah. different type of level. yeah and he uh we we rocked it out i was printing shirts and he was pressing trophies and only doing a few of them upside down and redoing them um, did he, really? he did so well until the last couple <laughs> um, <laughs> this is not the first time no though. no so yeah. if you ever see a shirt that is printed by me and and is given away for any of our tournaments and it looks about 28 percent crooked uh, donnie probably donnie printed Longton. that yeah yeah <laughs> uh, is, is- Donnie, the one who you guys gave a hard time about the pants with all yeah. the pockets. Oh, he, he no, gave me he a hard time. He gave you a hard time. time. Absolutely. Yes. And he Purse still pants, mentions it Purse bi-monthly. Pants. Yeah. yeah. Purse pants. Uh, <laughs> I've never even seen the pants, yeah. but it makes me laugh. Just like, we'll have to find a photo yeah. or find the pants. It's there somewhere. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he came over. He, he does it all the time. Um, we we do our uh, early birdie rounds with him. Not as often as we would like to anymore, but we've done it. For a long time, Sean has been a friend of his forever and he ever. He is the reason why I got into disc golf. Right, they've Seriously. been doing it for a Seriously. super long time. He, he called me so up one chill. day and was like, "Dude, we're going Dugan Park. Let's go." And me, him, and Sheila went to Dugan, and then left Dugan and went to Dick Sporting Goods and bought the yep. very first white one seventy one gram DX Beast. Beast. You better know that. And ask him about two thousand nine. Ask him about his. Were they Wraiths or Valkyries? Wraiths. Wraiths. Where he, they thought that they had to have one in every plastic. That was the way that to do it. That was what you had to do. Right. It was like that you had to have a DX and a pro and a champion and but a But this star. is what Donnie believed? Yeah. Well, well, we, we, we did oh, no other guidance. Oh, There gotcha. was no Del with there was no Pro Del Shop with right. okay. to explain yeah. all of this stuff to somebody. So that folklore is great for me to listen to, but we've been good friends for uh, quite a long time now, too. And he just makes... Everything that we do, uh, a great time. And yes. it was so funny that, because he doesn't listen to the episodes. He's, he doesn't have time right. for that. He's got too much going on. Yeah. But he scrolled through the photos and like probably been looking for himself for a while. Sure, yeah. sure. So it, mm. he's, uh, I know Donnie from Zipper Grips. Yeah. Correct. Is that a thing? Is that still Same exist? Guy. No, he doesn't do that no. anymore. Okay. So when I first, I mean, I've only talked to him three or four times, maybe. Mm-hmm. Always super friendly. But mm-hmm. um, when Disc Golf Chicago first really was like, okay, this is going to be a thing. Uh, I was like, I would like to have some relationships with, you know, sponsored type type relationships. So I reached out to Donnie just to buy some zipper grip things so we could show our support to him first. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't say, hey, do you want to be a sponsor? I was just like, I wanted to buy these, you know, give them to our, our players. He not only fulfilled the order and he was like, yeah, of course, no problem. He sent us... Uh, some free discs, some like towels and just like a bunch of extra stuff. And he was just like, here, use these for CTPs. And I was like, this guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we want to do something with him every season, but I think he just stopped doing zipper grips. Yeah. He know, doesn't come around the, the normal scene too often, yep. but he, he's still a hardcore disc golfer. Yeah. Part yeah. of our like inner circle. Right. Like, he goes on the, the trip with you guys. Oh yeah. Yes. He gives the best hugs. Oh. 
Oh, he's yeah. A, yeah. He looks like he's he would give hugger. good hugs. Oh, yeah. the best. Yeah. Every time I see him. Yep. So if you see Donnie around, just give him a yeah. hug. Or yeah. ask Donnie, him for a hug. listeners, Donnie is the guy that will be in the shop during incarcerated weekend. Mm-hmm. For the last couple of years, he has covered the shop during incarcerated and absolutely killed it. I think he's actually going to show up for some of Clash because he's got oh. some things. So we might see him then too. Okay. But yeah, that was my shout out. Great local route. Yes. I can't believe he hasn't been like involved in the show before this. Yeah. Other than We've making fun of him pants. so many times, right. <laughs> like going on the trip and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. never like. Well, yeah, he deserved. He deserved a moment. We might find a photo of him somewhere to yes. put on here. Well. I feel like that's a that's gonna be a tough one to follow, Sean. Do you have a local route? I'm gonna try. Uh Miss Michelli Lopez. Oh so here's the deal. Lauren Lauren is clearly has a lot of love for Michelli. Yes. When you said her name, you saw Lauren. She is there was an aura of love. <laughs> she is she comes from the planet that Lauren and Sheila come from. Which is Pleiades. It's from Pleiades. Women are from Venus. They're from a different planet. Okay. I know this. So <laughs> we noticed. She she came to me. This was many moons ago and said she was going to be using all of her vacation time this year for Clash. I remember that. She said, I'm going to, all the days I've got accrued, I'm going to put, I'm going to take that whole week off, whatever you need me for. Give me a job. Give me a responsibility. Just straight up. This was months ago. (sighs) That's so awesome. So it is just absolutely outstanding to be working with somebody that is willing to give up that kind of thing. Like. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a different kind of level. That's it like is. there are people that will say I, I will volunteer and they do and it's amazing and it makes the events happen. But sure. when you're coming to the table with I took the week off yeah. and I will do whatever you need. That's own- a whole new level of volunteer mm-hmm. that I am excited to see the ripple effect of Michelle coming in yeah. because I am going to put that responsibility on her because I know that she really wants it. Yeah, and absolutely. it's God, going to be so, awesome. so cool to see all the people that will be a positively affected by that uh-huh. in a role that she created by going, I'm in. What do you need? Vac- the older you get, the more val. Everybody knows the more valuable your vacation time gets. Like mm. time is the most uh, valuable resource that any human being has. Mm-hmm. And when you other are- than Dogecoin, right, right, right. Mm, there's a case to be made. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but yeah, when you, the, your, your free time just gets continues to get more and more valuable the older you get. Someone who's going to take their rare and valuable time off to volunteer just to help the scene and to make it better for other people. Holy crap. That's... It was either that or hang out with Tim Potter and who wants to <laughs> yeah, do that? Right? I mean, <laughs> Tim's the man. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> Love you, dog. Tim is the man. Uh, <laughs> but that's awesome. It's going to be great. I mean, I, I know that. Right uh, yeah. Absolutely. We're raising Cheers. Shelly Lopez. Cheers. Clink, 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 clink. She will no doubt be an integral part of why oh, yeah. that weekend goes off without a hitch. And mm-hmm. I can't wait for that to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know if she throws the machete, the, the, the machete disc at all? She's got a ton of disc craft in her bag. I know that. I don't um, know. Don't know. Possibly. If I was named Michelli, I would get a machete and I would get a custom stamp on it that just you know, tweaked it to say Michelli. Oh, God. Right? That's a no-brainer. Oh, well, duh. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought of I've thought of that for like two years. And <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm friends with her. Like Whenever yeah. I see her around, I'm like, hey, what up? You know, I, I love to see her, but I'm not sure if she would be weirded out by me suggesting that to her. No, she would not. <laughs> she would not. If she hasn't thought about it, she will. Oh, it. sick. Thanks, bro. She'd be like, okay. <laughs> Cool. You okay. clearly thought about this. John, who is this guy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's handsome, but who is this guy? <laughs> oh, that's a great shout out. Jason, you got one? I don't. 
Okay. Next, Next. Lauren. Next, Next I, I want to shout out the disc golf photographers. Um, I thought you were shouting yourself. I know. Oh, I was oh like, damn. Second. I was like, damn, damn Lauren. She just did it. <laughs> let's, it's over. Let's be clear about this. So the disc golf photographer group is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's a group that I started 11 years ago from local photographers in our area. And mm. now there's like over 2,000 members, which is crazy wow. to me. Wow. 10 Whoa. years That's later. Awesome. Yeah. And... There's local photographers everywhere, and they're all doing amazing. <laughs> yeah, I jo- wow. I don't know how that group became like I became aware of it just like a couple weeks ago. I don't think I've ever I seen added that group. You in. Yeah. Oh. oh, did you add me in? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I've been like, oh, this is and, the coolest group. And Asha is amazing on there. He's the only other admin besides me. He's kind of been like the rep when I'm not being the rep. Uh-huh. So I love him. He stepped up one day and was like, I want to do this. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but, I, but <laughs> I like your ideas. So we'll try it. And, and what was his name? Amazing. I'm sorry. Asha. We'll make sure we throw him in the. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get him in the, in the album. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that group. I'm uh I'm afraid to say anything in there cause I'm not a photographer, but I'm always liking stuff now. and just like, Oh, yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. it started, the reason it started, we had a local photographers meetup at Oak Brook park. The was, it, was it a disc golf photographer? It meetup? was a disc golf photographers meetup and we met up to do glow photographs. And I Ooh. have the original photographs from that. There were like six of us, Jenny Cook, Mike Thompson, and a couple of others. Okay. But Shout out ne- to Jenny Cook. Jenny Cook, discgolffotography.com. Yes. Yes. Oh man, she got the good domain. Long time ago, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. But that group is amazing, and I just can't believe what it's turned into. It's more of just a source of inspiration now. People sharing where they're from, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they love this. They might not be, like, pro-level or whatever, but the fact that they're sharing what they love yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. getting feedback on it, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so awesome. So. That's uh, it's a group that just generates feelings. Like, yeah, every right. person that's sharing these great moments in disc golf, like you, me, and all the people who aren't photographers are just, like, right. benefiting from yeah, sure. everything you guys are doing. Sure. Yeah, just incredible. Pulled into all these great moments that we would otherwise never know. Capturing moments that we will not understand for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. It will not be until 20 or 30 years from now when we're like, oh my God, if not for Lauren and people like her, we wouldn't have this to look back on. We would, it would have never been captured. It's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. This is, this is generally shouting out all the members of the group. So you're shouting out 2000 people. Yeah. (laughs) I just got shot. This is my first local (laughs) shout out. I'm in that group. There you go. All right. Oh, thank you. Well, by name, list them out. Let's go. Yep. Two thousand. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. No, no. Uh, that, and is it, it? Can anybody? Even if they're not a photographer, they can just kind of join and. See oh yeah, you sharing, can join. Right? You can be an iPhone photographer, whatever. If you have local pictures to share from your area, please join our group mm-hmm. and share what you see. Share so your good. light. <laughs> yes, and I've seen. I've seen in there people are posting about like techniques as well it's not just moments it's like kind of helping each other level up right yes definitely that's great so uh shout out to all you disc golf photographers and lauren's group that she started 11 years ago before yeah. i even knew you could start facebook groups right uh, shout out to being ahead of the curve Correct. when you were a uh, wee sperm and you're dead oh shout out to your dad's 22 yeah, close my, enough. this episode drops on my birthday by the way oh yeah. damn what? Yeah. you old yeah, 33. Yeah. <laughs> you old. You guys want to talk about my dad's nuts more? 
<laughs> Having never seen them, I've talked about them a lot. Quite a bit. Yeah. A lot of dead. Hi, Mom. <laughs> one she more person. Them. She uh, listens one more person until the event is full, and then we can post what the event is about. Yeah. It will have already happened. It will have already happened. Wait, so happened. everybody that's signing up, they still don't know they what the event is? They have absolutely... No idea. God. Zero idea. Dang it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. No idea. We yeah. gave them nothing except where it was. Do, 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 do you have it? Guts. <laughs> do you have it? So now they haven't even seen the promo video, the logo, nothing. nothing. Zero. Oh, my. You guys are next level. That's yeah. awesome. All right. That is a wrap on our local. Wait. I have a local route. Please. I'm a part of this show. You, you are local. Wait. The drink, the shot, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm f- I got a little a, a slight buzz going on. Good for you. Let it go, baby. Let uh, it go. My local route goes to Mike Castiglione. Is Ooh. that how you pronounce that? Way I to assume. Get, way to get through that one. First oh, off. man. Well, I mean, I should have just said Stiggs. I think that's what yeah. most people call him Stiggs. Okay. But it's it's also Jim Clem, I believe. This is uh, uh, Mike and They are good Jim. buddies, yes. Mm-hmm. Started a beginner's disc golf league called Yell Four. You guys seen about this? I have. This is the first time mm-hmm. I'm hearing about it. No. They they run it up in the north. Uh, I think it's at Fairfield, uh, mm-hmm. so it's you know northern burbs. But it's a, a group that's it's a it's a league that's dedicated strictly to beginners. So don't feel intimidated to come out, start getting involved. You know, start to take the sport more seriously. Jason, you should look into it. Um, you got my attention. If there is like yeah. one person I could elect to be in charge of bringing people into the sport, mm-hmm. Jim Clem. Crazy Grandpa. Jim Clem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't actually know the roles of, I don't know who's running it, but I know that, I know Mike has been doing a lot of promoting for it, so I'm pretty sure it's Mike, and I'm pretty sure Jim has been kind of guiding him. Oh, I'm sure. Him a lot of advice. Yeah. Mike has been one of the people that stood out to me from very early on when I started to go to tournaments, and I, I didn't even have a real, like, scene yet, but I saw Mike at, like, so many tournaments, and every time I saw him, I'd just be like, Mike, like, that's that. That's that I know super- your name, and... Well, yeah, but he was always me- really <laughs> friendly and like supportive. Yeah, and yeah just he's a great feel, dude. He made you feel like you super good. Can we here. sit at the same lunch table? Is that okay? Or <laughs> I straight up, I straight think I've up. done that. I've sat next to him at tournaments I having lunch. I'm sure that's, that's totally happened. a thing at tournaments. Yeah, and uh, like lunch yeah. table. He, he just he's always been really uh, supportive and cool to me. But to see that he's doing this for all beginner level disc golf uh, disc golfers now, yeah. I'm like, dude, that's so awesome. So yeah, look up Yell Four. It's uh, I know there's a fa- there's a Facebook group for it if not a there page is. yep and they're running that out I don't know what day they're running it but it's out at uh, Fairfield and uh, I can tell you that the people who are running it are some of the you know salt of the earth really great dudes who just want to see more people get involved mm-hmm. and um, they're they're very easy to hang out with mm-hmm. outstanding yeah fantastic all right that's a wrap on the local route and that is a wrap on the local route <laughs> <laughs> well sure. All right, right, that is... How now, brown cow? (laughs) (laughs) The human torch was denied a bank loan. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that... You don't get that reference? Man. Oh. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Oh. He's doing all the, the cracks before he starts yeah. recording all yeah. the things he says. Right. <laughs> Ow now, brown cow. <laughs> Unique New York. The human torch was denied a bank loan. It's the best when he just starts screaming. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're doing things a little bit out of order, but we need to cover what happened with the trivia challenge from the last episode. Jason. That's right. What happened? Nobody got it right. Fuck them. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of losers. 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 Nobody guesses. What was Nobody the question? Guessed. Who was our guest gonna be? We put the question out. We didn't challenge you guys who yep. is gonna be yep. our next guest. We had some I good think. guesses. There was good guesses. Yeah. I think somebody guessed Thor. 
Yeah. Um, Dane Avicii was another guest. That's right. Yeah. 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 Somebody guessed our respective wives because we put our way back wedding Wednesdays. Uh, Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. They're trying to read too much into it. But if you... Does Sheila know that we're doing a uh, Newlyweds episode at some point? Jason's going to be the host of a Newlyweds game that we're going to play. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I... I'm, I 20 years that. y'all 20 years that. i got you beat by two Booyah. bring it uh but if you notice on the post asking who our next guest is going to be there were a bunch of emojis and there was a camera in there in there he yeah. gave you a hint it was I did. right there in front of him and no one got but it nobody got it that was a, a really cool challenge i can't believe people haven't got it you're in the you're in the hall of fame of this right. show right you've been you were the first local route to be first. mentioned twice that's, that's right the first and not Sean into our hall of fame yeah. Well, right. Damn. And we have said, gonna do like, on multiple episodes that you were going to be on at some point. I remain a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, nobody won. Ninja. Nobody wins anything. Nope. But still, thank you. What would they have won, though? That's a great question. A DSLR <laughs> camera. Yeah. <laughs> you won a 2020 Hasselblad. X550. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Medium expensive. format. I don't Sounds even know expensive. what that is, but it's yeah. at least $100,000. Yeah, right. Wow, you guys really oh, missed I out. I know, you guys yeah. missed out. They would have won Perfect Putt 360. What is it? It's a putting practice app designed to mimic tournament type pressure in a game that makes putting practice fun. Download Perfect Putt 360 today on the App Store and Google Play. Wait for it. Hashtag, Hashtag every, every putt, putt counts. counts. Booyah. Thank you, Perfect Putt 360. Yeah. While we're talking about sponsors, let's talk about another one. Why not? Like who? Like AO, the mortgage pro. So there's something. Uh, AO, the mortgage pro. That's Andy O'Day, the disc golfing mortgage pro who sponsors this show and mm-hmm. has helped. I, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this before. He bought. He just helped Kyle Devine, Keel. He helped Keel buy his, his first just house. saw him tonight. We've talked I just about helped, him. Just helped him move last weekend. Sweet. Ask Kyle or Keel, you know, what was it like to work with Andy? He helped Tristan Rogers refinance his house. Nice. You can reach out to Tristan. What was it like to work with Andy? Beautiful. Um, and there's another disc golfer I'm forgetting, but long story short, he is helping people in the disc golf community save money every month by refinancing their houses or helping them buy their first house. I don't know. I said that so weird. I said house. 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 Andy O'Day, the mortgage pro. You've been hit by a train twice tonight, so it doesn't surprise me. Because you're from Algonquin. Algonquin. Uh, But yeah, Andy is a, he's he's a total professional, and he's also a disc golfer. He's super Mm -hmm. laid back. He will answer your questions and help you get on the path to building wealth. Stop throwing money away every month on rent. There is a much easier path to owning a home than you think, and he'll help you get there. And we were talking about this earlier. There's more to it than just that. My first experience buying a house was almost completely ruined by a mortgage advisor who is a total douche. Oh. And ruined the closing for us to the point where after six hours, we finally got everything closed, and they threw the keys across the table and said, there you go, see you later. Seriously? Instead of like that moment where you're like, oh, yeah. we got yeah, the keys. They just tossed house. them and we're like, all wow. right. Yeah. And so that whole experience was terrible. Andy would not do that to you. No, he would not. So Andy would give you the shirt off his back. Totally. In fact, he has a promotion where if you are interested in refinancing or whatever, if you're interested in working with him in any way, he will give you a $500 credit towards your home inspection. Huge. Mm. Awesome. And his shirt. And he'll give you a shirt. Honestly, I'm not even bullshitting. He would give you the shirt off his back if you needed it. He probably He's got it from the Donnie Longton of mortgage guys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> is what yeah. you're trying to uh, say. He, right. he is absolutely salt of the a earth. ringing uh, endorsement. He's been yes. a brother of mine since uh, since we met when I was 15. I trust him with my life. 
And you didn't meet is, your brother until you were 15. That's weird. That's so sad. Yeah. yeah no, that's we'll discuss that more in the next episode. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, that is very weird. But yeah, check him out, guys. He's on all the social media platforms at AO The Mortgage Pro. You can find him on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. He's all over the place. He's getting his money smart on this one. Savvy guy. Buying a house or refinancing does not have to be a pain in your ass. You can work with somebody who will make it easy for you and somebody you will like to work with. Agreed. Check him out. But up a dial that moves us <laughs> into the the dry gets so well, right? What what? There's combos we've all said, we've yeah. used oh, I've got so one. many. The Big Bird and Snuffleupagus. The Salt Ooh. and Pepper. Uh, of course, oh, oh, the Salt Pepper, and Pepper like the group. How could we not, not have done that? The condiment. Got it. I want. I just want one more good one. Uh, Lawrence and Fishburn. <laughs> Okay, the Lawrence. <laughs> That's a guy's name! Oh, shit, I screwed that up. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I do it makes me laugh. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. And what was on Joey's head? I don't know that reference. What is the, what's on it's Joey's It's a lyric head? from the song. It's just, yeah. It That's goes, one of the lyrics? Yeah. I thought that was like a meme. Every time I do it makes me laugh. Every time How I do... How did our eyes get so red? And what the hell is on Joey's head? That's the lyric? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. He's like Lauren looking knows. at the photograph. I don't discussing. even know what you're talking about. I thought all photographers... Okay. This is not Lauren is just sitting here while we are... Are you trying to tell me that that song is not like a national photographer's anthem? Nickelback, Lauren. It's Nickelback. Yeah. Nickelback. With like the meme oh. where they make fun Should of... I leave he's, now? He's yeah, holding the photograph. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like how long ago? A very long time. It was like yeah. a minute ago. Yeah. yeah. We're old guys. Yeah. We don't follow. Yeah. For middle aged yeah. white guys, that's still funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now we're, we're getting into the. Uh, now. I get it now. We're getting into yeah. the heart of the episode. <laughs> the disc golf photographer. Look at this photograph. Uh, Lauren. You have so much to talk about. You, I've been saying this a lot lately. You're the best in the biz. I don't know another photographer who's ahead of you. We're going to get into all those things. But I kind of wanted to start with something you told me earlier that I thought was extra special. You won the very first Ledgestone Open. You were the you, you were a pro player. You played Open, and you won the Women's Open Division at the first ever Ledgestone Tournament. I did. It was 2011. I won FPO Ledgestone. Have you, were you playing many other open events before that? Um, I think at that period, I had pretty much just switched over to pro. In 2011, Ledgestone wasn't what Ledgestone is I today. Th- did it start as a C tier? I think, was it a C tier or was it a B? What tier was it? Do you remember? I don't even know what tier it was. It was That's um, how on top of her game she was. Just <laughs> concentrating she on she was beating the FPO field. No she just big deal. To crush. It didn't Doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, but still, you were an open player for some period. Yeah. I don't know how long. I couldn't even tell you. And I kind of faded off because as soon as I turned pro, it was like, then I. Because I was playing AM, I was cashing in the pro field as an AM player. And then when I turned pro under PDGA status, I never mm. cashed again. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cut that part out. Yeah, right, yeah. No, no, we no, can't let the listeners know that. Don't cut yeah. it. She got all the cash. She won them all. Yeah. After that, you decided, I'm going to go into photography. So I'll take you back to 2009 Kansas City World Championships. I was playing the amateur field. Paige Pierce was in that field at that time. In 2009? In 2009. Wow. I thought, Paige, how old is Paige Pierce? I thought she was early 20s. I guess no, not. she's no, like late 20s. She's, 
late 20s, I think 27, 28, something like that. Oh, wow. So she's been going hard since Forever. day one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I grip blocked almost every single shot that first round, and I put myself second to last. I worked my way back up to like 16th place, and I barely missed the cut, but that was like the best thing that ever happened to me was missing the cut because then I knew I could take pictures. I caddied for Brigida Lagerholm during... Whoa, Whoa. yeah, that's a cool name. <laughs> during the semifinals, <laughs> she had thrown out her back and I decided I was going to caddy for her. And then I photographed all the finals. And when I was photographing the FPO, Des Redding came running up to me. I didn't know she was running up to me. I looked around. I was like, who is she running up to? <laughs> and uh, who, there's, is, who, who is, is she running to? And she, she was r- coming right at me. And she handed me a pro wraith right out of her bag. Why did she know that you, why, why was that like a special thing? She just wanted to say thank you for me taking pictures oh. of them in the finals. That's so, so awesome. That's so awesome. I still yeah. have that. I almost got a hole in one with that desk in a tournament. Oh, Last, that's so great. Yeah. Two. Okay, so you were a photographer before you were an open player. Yeah, so my first word was light. As a, um, as a baby, your first word was light? My f- first word that my mother will tell you that I spoke was light. Okay, it was written in the stars. It oh, was okay. written in the stars, and... In high, I always took pictures on family vacations and stuff. But in high school, I signed up for a darkroom photography class. Mm-hmm. And my mom gave me her old film camera, which didn't work when she gave it to me. And I needed this camera for the class. So I took it apart and I fixed it myself. How did you know to, how to do that? Because her first word was light. Because my first word was light. <laughs> it was written From in your DNA. And I literally like, just knew... I had this thing and I had to fix it. Mm-hmm. And I took two years of that darkroom photography class. I got like a college credit for it. Thank you to my father, Rick Neely. <laughs> Radar Rick, no big deal. <laughs> I had him call me out out of all my afternoon classes in high school so that I could stay in the darkroom. <laughs> oh, he's the cool dad. <laughs> wow. He was. He is the cool dad. You were uh, into photography from like from day one, and where does disc golf come into the picture? Were you, did you have friends who played, or like where does that introduction happen? So, two thousand four, I was riding the train to work. I've worked at the same place for eighteen years. Communications That's coordinator, crazy for a bankruptcy turnaround management company. But I met a friend, Rick, who was actually a neighbor of ours. Chris and I started playing casual rounds of disc golf with him. Chris and I started going on road trips Wait, and did stuff. Wait, he, did he kind of push you into it, or did you... How did you decide, I'm going to go play with Rick? He was like, hey, you want to, like, come out, play the Lombard 9? And we were like, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Just down for whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally down for whatever. And we had, like, a couple years of that. 2007, I was taking a swim class with Mike Thompson, who's another photographer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And disc golfer. And he was like, hey, Illinois State is coming up. You guys should play. Chris and I signed up for Illinois State. I shot like dead last in that tournament. It was Aww. it was like 90 degrees and Chris had no water. We were almost late for our second tee times. But at the end of all that, we were like, 
this is the best thing that ever happened to us. <laughs> was do, do we think Jesse was running Illinois State at that time? Def. I yeah. 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 And um actually when we were running late to the hole, I think Steve Olson was like, You're running late. Steve Get out there. This is where you're That's at. That's a thing. Like I think Steve there's a lot of people that have showed up late to their tea time second round of I feel like oh, Steve yeah. was on I his, did that. That happened to me. Yeah. His World War II era motorcycle. Correct. Like just Get to your tea times. Mm. Yeah. Were you a disc golf photographer yet, or you were just like into photography and liked playing disc golf? I was into photography and I liked playing disc golf competitively. Okay. Uh, you're you're developing photography talent along the way. Where did you decide like I should just start photographing disc golf? I mean, that definitely was at the 2009 World Championships when. I captured Avery Jenkins winning putt mm. in the f- final round. It was a sudden death playoff between him and Josh Anton. At that time, it was only the second sudden death playoff in men's pro open at Worlds. The previous sudden death playoff, Greg Hosfeld had won in 1982. Good Lord. Wow. So I captured this moment getting that photograph. I knew it was going to happen. And I just happened to be the one to get. I remember like belly flopping over the crowd (laughs) to get this shot. And I had a brand new 28 to 300 Tamron lens with my Canon Rebel. And I just got it. And I sent the photos to the editor of the magazine, Disc Golfer Magazine, John Winery. And I sent him every vacation photo I took at the 2009 World Championships, like 500 photographs in a Kodak gallery. And he wow. was like, who are you? Who are you? Thank you for sending me all this. What are you doing? I can't believe you got this moment. I had tears in my eyes. Wow. Wow. At that moment, I was like, my career's over. I'm going home. You thought you peaked. I thought I peaked. That was like the end of it. It was over. It was all over. Like sending 500 photographs today, I'd be like, how the crap do you send 500 photographs online? I don't know how you do that in 2009. It, it was like a photo share, like Kodak Gallery. That's where you print, like make prints online. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I, okay. Had, okay. I had no other way to share these photographs. I didn't even know like what I was doing. It was. <laughs> did, did you did you know before you went to that event that you were kind of hoping to capture moments that you were going to send to them? Like, was that a thing you were aspiring to to get into the magazine? So I yes, absolutely. I was aspiring for that. The purpose of me getting that twenty eight to three hundred millimeter lens was so that I could zoom in for shots like that. So you invested in a lens specifically so you could get some great disc golf moments. Absolutely. This is a callback to our Michelli earlier because I know lenses are that's the most expensive part of photography. Yeah, it's the glass. Yeah, it's the glass. Can I ask what did you spend on that lens? Uh it was nine hundred dollars. Wow. My lens now. Is twenty five hundred dollars? Yeah. Good God, nine hundred so, in two thousand nine. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of dough. So, so you you went out and invested in this because you just wanted to get into the magazine. Yeah. And how many people saw that moment, and how many you know that opened so many doors for you? Made this investment, and you got into the magazine. You got uh, all this exposure, and it opened all these. Yeah, you, know, you must have got such a buzz from getting published. It was amazing. It was unspeakable, and <laughs> and also. Probably somewhat unheard of. Like there wasn't, it's not like there was tons of people that were doing that at that time or even for years prior. No. And 
I mean, after that, I had gone to Worlds in like 2010, and I was following like Ken Climo showing Dave Feldberg the line down one of the holes. And I can just remember that period in time in disc golf. In my mind, that's analog mm, like in right. photography. Disc golf is digital now. I can just remember looking around and being like, I am the only one out here. And Ken Climo is showing Dave Feldberg the line. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> was there no other like disc golf photographer that you kind of looked up to and or like, you know, who paved the way for you? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, why was this? Why were you so ambitious about this? I mean, there were a couple that were into it, but I I think my real ambition at that time came from endurance. I always loved endurance. It's kind of a sad story, but it's really what kind of trajected my life. My cousin Mike died in high school when he was a senior and I was a sophomore. And I was taking a lifeguarding class and I had missed so many days or whatever. And they made you make up laps. And I made up in one period, I made up 40 laps in one sitting. And at that time, that is like what broke me mentally of what I knew I was capable of. And I knew I was capable of doing more. And I really got into the sports side of things. So like for me, I love watching surf culture. I love Jack Johnson. I love culture and disc golf. For me to see it from an analog perspective to a digital point in time and to capture the culture of the people who have put their lives into this and the hard work and have literally lived their lives by the wind and to be the one that documents that. You're going to make me cry right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's this ridiculous. This is what I think about every time I see Lauren, who, who also, by the way, will just be there. Right. I won't even remember it to be like, hey, oh yeah, Lauren, there's this tournament happening. Right. She's just there and then capturing everything. Like yep. it's well, that's why it's a, it's, a, it's a real art. She's not yes. doing it for anything other than yes. the love of yes. doing it. And that's the thing too. I mean, now you look at so I've been around the game since like 2004 and I have literally had people come up to me, hey, I can't walk anymore. My friend died. You captured this moment. I connected with a person on the disc golf photographers group who I haven't talked with in 15 years. I can't believe you started this. And the thing is, when I go out and I go to the events and I go to the grand opening of the canyons and I go to Incarcerated and I go to the local events here and I show up at Disc Golf Chicago, mm-hmm. I know that every single one of you is making history. You might not know it now, but you're going to find out that you are. Oh my gosh. There's so much happening right now. <laughs> I Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> we need a moment. <laughs> it's heavy. I hope people, I hope, I hope it's coming through for listeners because I'm starting to understand why, you know, we've all talked about this before. When, when Lauren shows up to the event, it's not just a photo. She takes you in. You're mm-hmm. there. That couldn't happen if there if it wasn't driven by so much passion and so much love. It, there's such a deep human connection that comes through mm-hmm. in these in these photos. That's why people have your freaking disc golf photos in their living room. They're like it's yes. it's true art. It's not just a it's not just a. And you we were talking about this earlier. You mentioned it. 
you know, you can sit back and watch videos from 10 years ago or 15 or, or two weeks ago or whatever it is. And those videos are great to watch and they're fun. And, you know, what of your family or the last thing you did or a birthday party or whatever. But photographs are. It's different. It hits hard. Yeah. Nostalgia. Yeah. Well, because there's a different. certain amount of you seeing what you want to see. You know, it's not not everybody sees the same thing when they look at a photo. Sure. Everybody kind of sees what what I think they kind of want, you know, what they want to see. Is there another I mean, I don't know if there's another medium that that does that. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there is, but it's it's one of the things that I think makes photography so special and why there is a real difference between taking pictures and capturing moments, which is what we've right. always said. That's mm-hmm. what Lauren does. Lauren captures yeah. moments. Sure. You're documenting the history and uh, your memories. It, it's really cool to see you get so emotional about this. Uh, it just it really highlights why what you do is so special mm-hmm. and why you know people need to keep supporting you. People need to subscribe on Patreon. People need to go buy the prints at the shop. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of yeah. love and passion, it's one in a billion. It's so special. Yeah. Thank you. I almost want to take another shot right now. <laughs> 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 we. <laughs> I don't know Careful. if we can survive. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Is it okay. water, vodka, or another shot of Jack? <laughs> uh, we put, we made a post earlier asking people what their favorite disc golf photographer photos were. Mm-hmm. I love seeing people chiming in. Some people were chiming in with like, oh, yeah, that I love that one. I have that one in my living room. There's a connection you know, between people. Do you guys know what your favorite photos were? Too difficult. Yeah, too many that's good ones. Like, like that. I've seen too many amazing photos from her to just yeah. to just land on one for me. Yeah, yeah. I I took the cheap answer and just picked one that I was in, and I was like, I love that one. <laughs> oh, you mean <laughs> that handsome guy Alex was in the yeah. other day, yeah. right? right yeah. When you were just at KLM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, was I know phenomenal. that Lauren's taken yeah. much more amazing photos, probably, yeah. but like that one hit me in my feels. There's a picture of Trinity and the little island in the the basket out on the island, and it's fall and. The lighting is just right, and everything around the that island is is kind of dark, like black almost, and the water is super dark and black, and it's almost like a halo of trees around it. And whatever happened with that photo was fantastic. I've used it for trophies, actually, uh, with her permission. And, I was, was going to ask yeah, about that, yeah. But it's definitely one of my favorites. When you look at that photo, you can feel Trinity. Like, mm. you know yes. exactly yes. what the, the, the whole photo, course is sure. just by looking at that photo. And that's just one example for me. The but browns I love and yellows one. and greens yeah. in that photo. It's are so just perfect. Like, yep. You know, I've said before, I, I've never been too incarcerated, but... I feel like I have because I've, what? I've poured through your photo so many times about yeah. it that I feel like, oh, yeah, I loved Incarcerated. I was never there. Mm. But I honestly mm-hmm. feel like that's something you I You can I feel that to. way. Yeah. 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 There's one yeah. really good one that she took. I've got in the shop. I need to get up. It looks like, an, if you didn't know, at a glance, it looks like an old-timey photo from like, you know, 1850 prison when it yeah. first opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Delwood van is in there. And I was like, oh, that's that's from yeah. incarcerated. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not an old photo. Yeah. Who had my was, van in 1850? Yeah, oh, my God. Time <laughs> See, we've been mastering Duh. time traveling. Yeah, right. Yeah. Time travel. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I meant to. So I bought when when, when you Lauren came out to our uh, last recording, our the first field trip we took out at um, workforce. Yeah, workforce. workforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I bought one of the photos and uh, with a really beautiful frame. And your website makes it so easy to do that. It's in my living room now, but to be honest, I bought it because I wanted to put it in the shop. I meant to bring it tonight and give it to you and have a moment, but we had a moment without it. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I will bring that at some point. I cool. want that in the shop. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's like an aerial view looking down on us just doing our thing, mm-hmm. just having a good time doing the podcast. That's a moment, man. It's a, a moment. Talent. You're in a, a freaking moment. moment. Yeah. 
And yeah, there's the fact that it was the first time we left the shop. It was like, there's a lot of reasons we love the episode, but like. We were all naked. Oh man, what a good photo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You remember that, guys? So handsome. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's just, you saw something in that moment and grabbed it. And now it's something that's going to bring all of us An joy for, yeah. for forever. Yeah. Infinitely. So cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. In perpetuity. In, As in purple Ryan purity. Say, in perpetuity. <laughs> What's that word? <laughs> So uh, I would love to know if there's anything that you, is there like a, a unicorn moment or or an event of something that you would love to capture at some point? Is there something that you're like, one day I really want to get this? I mean, uh, this is kind of hard for me because I've already been like the disc golf pro tour photographer for a year uh-huh. and I've traveled across the country and things. But I think what really gets my heart is when I show up at local events and people are like, oh my gosh, you're here and you're documenting me. And I'm an, they always say I'm a nobody, but you're a somebody. (laughs) 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 And it's so, it's so fun to capture that. Like even, oh, at the dog bowl, Matt Rooney. Rune dog. Rune dog. He told me afterwards, I didn't even know, but he like threw in this hundred foot putt and it was so amazing to watch. But he came up to me afterwards and he's like, I wasn't going to go for that, but you were there. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> and I threw it the in. Ripple. And I'm like, all right, I'll be there next time too. Dude, <laughs> real I know exactly time what he's yeah. talking about. Ripple. Mm-hmm. When, you, ripple. when you showed up to, to leagues just the other night. And you were, you know, capturing us, throwing our drives. I was like, I got to get, I got to do something special. Here. I got to get on here. this one. Yeah, yeah. This, this could be a moment that I relive for the rest of my life. I got to, yeah. I got to throw well. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Okay. I want to, there, we would be so out of our minds if we didn't talk about the connection you have with Paul Macbeth. And we also need to talk about Wayne. Uh, it, most listeners probably know who Wayne is already, but you shared something on Facebook just the other day about Paul Macbeth from what, 10, 11 years ago? 2011. And he was like commenting to you. He was like, he, he wanted to talk to you. <laughs> I was hired by Disc Golf Planet TV to cover the 2011 memorial. And I kind of forgot with Facebook. I guess I saved that conversation between me and Paul Macbeth. I, I guess he was before he was Paul Macbeth. Yeah. I saved this conversation. I can't even believe that I saved it to tell you. This the was truth. back when people were still and, poking each other on uh, Facebook. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And I kind of forgot the fact that if I make a comment on this, the rest of the world sees this too. But anyways, it was 2011 Memorial. He had never really won anything big. Well, let's probably dial, never would. Probably. Let's dial it back a notch because I met him at 2008 world championships in Kalamazoo Love and Kazoo. Chris, my boyfriend. Oh, by the way, I'm getting sued like $20,000 right now just for mentioning his name. But, um, <laughs> so he told me to go. He was like, that's Paul Macbeth. Go get his autograph. And I was like, I don't even really know who he is. Okay, I'll go. I re- <laughs> That's just so re- cool. I yeah. just remember like running up to him and I'm like, hey, can you sign this disc? And he's like, you know who I am? I'm wow. like, oh, yeah. No, but my boyfriend <laughs> does. <laughs> I know who you are. I'm supposed to. <laughs> I'm supposed to know who you are. Yes. And um, he, it was like classic Paul. He had that shaggy California hair mm-hmm. haircut. And then fast forward to this trip. At the memorial, I got a Flymart booth and I had my photographs there. I had a binder full of eight by 10 prints and I had a shoe box of photographs. And I was selling those photographs for about a quarter a piece. <laughs> 
And well, this is, I said this earlier. It's like, that's just straight garage sale. Straight Here, up garage sale. Buy these pictures sale. for a quarter out of a shoebox. I'm, I'm sitting there selling photos for a quarter. And right next to me, it's Avery Jenkins and UC Maresma selling out of all their discs. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? This is insane. Disc uh-huh. golf is insane. But um, Paige came up and bought a couple photos out of the shoebox. And Paul came up and he was looking through the binder. And he said, do you have any large prints of me? And I was like, no, I'm sorry. But I might have some in my shoebox. Mm. <laughs> and he was like, I'm just a shoebox photo guy. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't mean it like that. It was like so embarrassing. <laughs> and, um, Not for long, Paul. Yeah, right. Well, that that's what the comment was because I I didn't even understand the comment. Did you guys see the the interaction? The inter- Paul Paul left a comment, I think, or it must have been a comment to you on your wall, maybe. Yeah, it was. He made a comment on my portfolio, April 2011, after the memorial, and he said. Am I still a shoebox? Yeah, he was kind of like, player. so am I still a shoebox guy or what? So <laughs> wow. that tournament was Paul McBeth's first national tour win. And when he got done scoring and I was taking pictures and stuff, he came up to me and he said, I won because of you. Because of your Because you comment, put him in the shoebox. Because I put him in the shoebox. <laughs> and so that awesome. was the day I truly became a Paul Macbeth fan because I could see the fire within mm-hmm. him from something like that. So many, so many instances, just in the, the stories you've shared with us now, what happens when people know you're there taking photos or when you put them in a shoebox? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. They yeah. listen, man. <laughs> you have they, power. It, I didn't know that then. Now I know. Holy cow. But yeah, that should I mean, be crazy. a thing at all the local events now. Hey, hey Lauren, can you take my photo and put it in a shoebox and yeah, sell right? it for a quarter so, yeah. so I can be better? That's, so, that's like a... a it's like an origin story thing. Like right. you want to start out in the shoebox. You want to be a shoebox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's a thing. You got to work your way out of the shoebox. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think it's interesting too, because I read that thread back in from 2011 and um, I was basically responding to him at that time. Like, you know, sorry, you, you're not going to make it on the magazine because they already made their cut for pictures or whatever. But I had praised him and I was like, I see a lot of potential in you. Yeah. And I mean, here we are literally 10 years later to the date and Mm -hmm. um, we know who Paul Macbeth is and he's starting his foundation. Yeah. Like, what is the next 10 years going to look like? That's what excites me. Can you imagine telling Michael Jordan before he's Michiel Jordan? Like, yeah, I have a feeling you're going to do great things Mm -hmm. and having it documented and public for everyone to see yeah. you you are uh a, like she's the oracle yeah exactly <laughs> well, she is so um let let's bring it back though <clears throat> full circle 2008 Ledgestone, I had some time to reflect on my own life and I ended up printing a bunch of photographs and um, I made a shoebox of photographs of Paul Macbeth from all the tournaments that I captured him in and I gave him that shoebox full of photographs. Oh Oh, my God. Along with all the other touring pros there because they heard I was giving out envelopes and it was really <laughs> like so special to share moments with oh, them man, like 10 they, years yeah. after the fact. It oh. was like. So you're not just our treasure locally. The pros on a national scale probably know, know who you are. Her. 
Yeah. And they want you to call her Nicolas Cage because she's a national. Yeah. I'm not going to let you steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) And they're all good. So you're officially the biggest celebrity in disc golf of all of us. They're all good friends. We're just all friends. We're just out there doing what we love, following our hearts. So sweet. (laughs) Man. And I'm just in it for the money. I'm doing it the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) Man. So, okay. Before we. We got to cover one more thing before we get to Jason's shenanigans. I've got some questions too, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think people who don't even disc golf probably saw this in their social media feeds at some point. Uh, It was like ESPN, I think. it was. I saw it on the biggest disc golf profiles across social media. There was a very special moment with with an older gentleman named Wayne. Do you want to tell us about it? Wayne Glabe. So... I was having a personal moment myself at the 2019 Ledgestone, and I was pulled over on the side of the road. I was just like, why am I here? Why am I here photographing disc golf? I went over to Eureka Lake right after that, and I saw this little old man just kind of standing there behind the tee on hole one taking pictures of the players, and he made me laugh so hard. Me and the camera guy were like, who is this guy? (laughs) And um, at the end of the tournament, I saw him taking pictures of Paul McBeth coming down from the podium after he won, and I captured that because that's why I learned in photojournalism from Mm -hmm. John White's class. That's what you do. You just keep taking pictures. Mm -hmm. It just made me laugh, and I was like, hey, can I get a photo of the two of you together? It was like the most genuine moment I have ever captured in getting like a group shot like that. And I remember leaving that tournament and um, the Vichis invited me for ice cream nearby. The, um, uh, the Avicis? Mm-hmm. The Avicis, yeah. Dan, Avicis. The Vici family. Dana Vici. <laughs> the whole family was there. Madison Walker was there and Paul Oman. And we're just sitting there eating ice cream. And I was just thinking about this moment that I had captured. And I'm like, I don't even know who this old man is. And I posted the photo on my Instagram and people just, I think I got like 500 likes on it, which was kind of insane at that time. At that time, that's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I need to find him and send him a print. Mm -hmm. And I asked Nate Heinold and he was like, I don't know who that is. And I kind of asked around and nobody really knew who he was. And then that's when I reached out to the whole community and I was like, I need your help finding this person. And there were so many clues that came in. I ended up finding his neighbor who was going to give me his phone number so that I could call him. But in the meantime, Nate Heinold just happened to be driving to the post office in Washington, Illinois, and looked over at the gas station that he was driving by, and there he was. (laughs) And he zipped in there, and he wrote down his phone number, and he called me to give me the number, and I called Wayne. I was like, I want to send you this print. It was amazing. I made it like a full formal thing. I put it on letterhead. I sent him an eight by 10 print. Mm-hmm. And then we had agreed to meet at Worlds in Peoria. Again, this is still 2019. Mm-hmm. The most amazing thing that ever happened in my entire life happened. Paul won Worlds and Wayne was there to greet him on the 18th green. In the crowd, I don't even know how he was there. And Paul just hands Wayne his putters. Paul knew who Wayne was. Paul knew the story of the fan that 
it, Wayne was the fan that stole my heart. And um, yeah, mm. it, that story went viral. I had never had anything go viral like that. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And I just remember talking to like Wayne's family. I was following up with everybody. I was following up with his daughter. And his daughter was telling me that Wayne's great grandson, who was five years old, like couldn't believe that great grandpa was a star. And <laughs> oh my God. as soon as I got wind of his grandson, I was like, how can I communicate this more to his grandson than make disc golf pins? So the pins were made and I probably sent them about half the pins that disc were golf made. Discgolfpins.com? Discgolfpins.com. Come on, Nina. <laughs> Nina, you're amazing. The artwork was amazing. And um, it was perfect. Those pins It was were so perfect. Yeah. It, perfect. I I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> that's we're pen listen, pals. Well, Wayne and I are pen pals to this day. That's he the cutest thing I've ever heard. Peoria yeah, he to Florida. He's like 93 years old, and I follow up with him all the time. I, I'm so excited just to put that picture in the album. Uh, for the episode, and yeah. of course we should share because you you wrote about this, right? The, there's a blog about the whole thing. It's on my website. It made it into Disc Golfer Magazine, right? Yes. So Before there's we... there's you could read about this all over. The, it, it really went everywhere, but we'll we'll yeah, share more about it. You yeah. guys that was need. an experience. Like there are moments where you say that you wish you could be a fly on the wall when things happen. And I actually was a fly on the wall of that happening, yeah. like third or fourth person perspective, whatever. Mm-hmm. I watched you watch that happen. And to me, it was, you know, like another level removed. I yeah. got to watch Lauren have a special yeah. moment with Wayne and Paul and her capturing it. And I just got to see it. Well, and I yeah. have photos from my perspective. I'm, you know, just on the phone, but it was, Do you still have those. Like, can we absolutely yes. we need to throw that in the album too? Absolutely. Yes. But the, you loving that moment so much, and then the rest of the disc golf world was captivated by the whole story and mm-hmm. captivated by how much you loved that moment. So loved so that. let me tell you this. Um, the disc golf photographer did not happen before the fan that stole my heart story. You what? Did you not start calling yourself that until after that? It was after that. Yeah, you oh. were LEL photographer. I was LEL photography for years and I did... That story, the fan that stole my heart. And for a long time, I wanted to separate LEL photography from the disc golf. Mentally, I couldn't handle having these two brands together. And I knew that they needed to be separated, but I didn't know how. So I was at lunch one day at work and I was sitting there and I was like, how is how can I do this? And then I was like, what about discgolfphotographer.com? Did I ever even look up that domain? i didn't i did it at that moment and i wasn't even halfway finished through my lunch and i saw that it was available i picked up my bag i ran back to the office bought it and i did not tell a soul about it for two days on the second day i told chris now i'm at forty thousand (laughs) dollars I told Chris. I'm sorry, who? (laughs) 60. (laughs) Can I go for 80? (laughs) Then I think I waited like another two weeks and I was kind of quietly telling people, I was like, I got discgolfphotographer.com. And they're like, what? And 
every time I would say it, I'd go back to the site and I would double check that I spelled it right. (laughs) And it was like, is this happening? I remember getting those messages and just the excitement that was coming from the messages of just like, you couldn't be more stoked for her that like this was a a thing. I can't believe it was available, but the disc golf photographer was taken on Instagram. So I ended up getting the disc golf photographer for like my social channels, which I'm not the only disc golf photographer. I love all disc golf photographers. I love what you're doing. I love that you're continuing it. We need more of you. (laughs) For me to kind of be a representative of that after that much time and to put people in the field, hey, you weren't in the magazine. You were at this event. I was at this event. Clearly, I have the images and can submit them myself, but you were there too. So please, I'm going to tell the editor, submit your ma- your photos so that you can get in too. Or mm-hmm. I need help at this event. Can you help me at this event? Because disc golf is at a point right now where we need more help. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the demand is so high. And, and this goes across the board for all the areas of disc golf. The demand is so high. We need more people to keep stepping up and helping to you know meet the demand. So, no, you're 100% right. I just wanted to say I don't believe there's no fact or story someone could tell me that would make me think somebody cares more deeply about this than Lauren Lakeberg. I don't believe it. Amen. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You've done it again. We've had another moment. <laughs> Can we talk about the number 11? Okay. I, I don't know what this is about, but I've seen a lot of people asking about it in the mailbag. Half the mailbag. I know bag. Sean has brought up that you love numbers before. So I'll tell you the origins of it. I was in John H. White's photojournalism class at Columbia College, and he would always say, what time is it? Time is so important. And after that, I'm like, it's always on the 11. And um, what does that mean? So like when I look at the clock, it's on the 11. So I started to notice. I mean, you you always happen to look at the clock when it's on the 11. Yeah. And not just the clock. I'll look at the screen. There will be a sports team on and like Jersey 11's there. Or like I'll pull up to the 11th pump at the gas station. Like I'm on my way somewhere. I'm doing something and it's just like number 11 is there. So I think the eeriest thing about this in the terms of disc golf, because I know that we could do an entire podcast on how 11 has changed my life. <laughs> but wow, it's um, it's definitely came from a point at which I started to lead from my heart more. I stopped listening to my head and I started to do more of what my soul wanted to do. Back to that 2019 Ledgestone when I was questioning why I was even there. Every hour on the hour, it was 11. And then at the World Championships, a good friend of mine, her granddaughter had a baptism and she gave me a keychain leading up to the world championships this is a week before it and it was dated 8 11 and it's an angel on a keychain and she handed me this keychain and i held it up to my heart and i was like something big is gonna happen i don't know what it is but something's about to happen and i went to the world championships And again, every single time I pulled my phone out of my pocket, it was on the 11. (sighs) I went to Culver's 
And my order was 11-11. At going to the gas pump, it would end at 11. It was like an abundance of 11s that I couldn't even comprehend. And then Paul gave Wayne his putters. And in follow-up to that, I found out that Wayne is a retired priest. Oh, wow. Wow. I I wish people could see Jason's face while you were... Well, as you're explaining, Jason is... Sucked in hard. (laughs) He's like he needs to know. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking me out. I love it. I mean, it's it's kind of weird. It happens all the time. It happened like just randomly the other day at work. My computer was totally kaput, and um, the IT guy came up to help me, and it was twelve eleven. He's like, "I'm here to help you," and I'm like, "I know you are, (laughs) (laughs) and you're gonna fix my stuff right now." That's so nuts. And he did. He fixed my problem. And it happened all the time. So recently, I uh, dropped off a print at the Delwood Disc Golf Shop last weekend. Ever heard of it? (laughs) Yeah, last weekend. And um, I just happened to drop off the print at 11. Corey was in the shop, and he's like, Sean's going to be here around 12. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, what time is it now? We both look at the clock. It's 11.11. I'm like, okay. I walk out. I'm like, well, something's going to happen now. I don't know what it is. And uh, Eric Bleithner, the following day, which was 4-11, got a hole in one on KLM. Don't, don't you say hole 11. He, not on hole 11, it was hole 13. But the print that I had delivered to Delwood was the print that he picked up that same day. That's why I was there. So I had to tack onto the story. I was in the shop. And I knew that she had dropped that off. And I saw the print underneath the counter. And I just happened to look out the window. And that's where Eric, he was out in the parking lot. So I grabbed it because my thing at the shop is always like, if something's here and it needs get to go to somebody, yeah. Yeah. get it. The fuck Michael. Yeah. So I grabbed it and I ran out to the parking lot and I gave it to him. Then he came in. And then that's when like later, was it later that day? The next day he went out to KLM and then hit the ace on 13 and it was like this whole... Or the same day. It was the, it same, was the same day, right? He picked right? up the print yeah, on it the, was same the same day. day. I yeah. dropped it off the day before yeah. at 11.11. Hmm. But yeah. it was just this whole web of... I, I'm just going to start calling them Laurenisms. <laughs> well, I goof yeah. around and I say that she's from a different planet. What I mean is like, you have a different aura what? around you. 100%. When you are around, things are like... The veil is much thinner and magical things happen that I cannot explain, but I 110% believe in the process of everything that you are involved in. Everything being I don't know how to explain it, yeah. but what I know is that I am inspired by how magical things are when she's involved in them. This is the most time we've ever spent together, and I feel exactly what he's talking about. I know what you mean. It's a weird thing for me, too, because I'm starting to learn more about myself in that sense. And my aunt had told me a couple years ago when I really started to notice this thing, she was like, you're clairvoyant. And I always had to, like, look that up. But it's really like having another sense. I think the thing is, when I'm out in the field or I'm doing what I'm doing, I can almost like feel what other people are feeling and then I feel what I feel and I feel like this abundance of love and when I see that number 11 I'm like 
I'm on this path and I need to push forward with whatever it is because it's here to show me that I need to do this thing. Getting chills, um, dude. I'm getting chills. It's very interesting. Um, And just another 11-11 that happened that I'm thinking about now. I don't know if you remember, Sean. Again, at the Delwood Disc Golf Pro Shop, I saw a guy wearing a t-shirt. 11-11. And the next day, Disc Golfer Magazine called me up to tell me that I had the cover of the magazine. Get the heck out of here. So it, it's just... um. I expect it to happen at this point. It's my good ghost. I, I really believe that things happen <laughs> it's for a like reason. Every couple of days, there's a new message on Instagram from Lauren that's like, oh, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> insane this happened and and it it happens a lot i was at the northwoods of wisconsin and i couldn't find my car keys and i was hanging out with eco and i was and it's 10 11 right (laughs) now i just checked the time of well of course it is i mean why wouldn't it be (laughs) um and the craziest part is it's been 10 11 for the past hour i I can't figure out why that's happened it's actually tuesday Uh, right now uh, Yeah. yeah i mean it's just like sometimes I'm frustrated with life or like, you know, I'm not like I lost my car keys and I couldn't find them. And I'm seven miles off the like the main road and it sucks. But I just know that's the universe telling me to like slow down, drink a white claw, play with catch with your dog for a minute. You're going to find your car keys because you got here. And I found my car keys and I go to my phone and it's 211. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? And I'm back on my way again. I think we can all get behind that. Have a white claw. Yeah. Play with your dog. Wait till 11. Everything is going to work out. Legitimately pay attention to the things that are happening around you. You don't. Just pay attention to the things that are happening around you. That's all I can say to people about like what has happened to me in my life. I feel like I've just paid attention to the little details and I can I align with like the way that Lauren thinks about life. And sure. if you tap into that, I'm not saying that like it's going to lead you to the winning lottery ticket, but it's definitely It'll going to, to lead you right to place. a better headspace, yeah. which is ultimately going to give you the wherewithal to Go where you need to go. It's like your conscience or your north star, your more your, your compass, your personal compass. Absolutely, look for the your your north star basically, and follow. I call it, it my blue ooze. Your blue ooze from the movie Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know he's got. I mean, it's a bad example because in no, that movie it's like terrible. But like that movie's awesome. He's got the like ooze projecting from his chest. That's yeah. what I say that I follow is my is my blue ooze. Yeah, you gotta that. follow your passion. If you're not following the heart, your own heart, what? the hell are you doing you mm. want to call your grandma Preach. you want to call your loved one you call them do not waste a second of that oh my god literally an hour before we got here my wife and i were talking about my aunt barbara she's like <laughs> why when is when have you called her and i was like i don't know i really need to and then i just brushed it off like i'll call her later i should have called her on the way here yeah i'll call her tomorrow <laughs> yeah mm. Beautiful. Did you have something you really wanted to get oh, to? Oh, my questions have no bearing on any of this now. <laughs> We've transcended. It doesn't matter. We've transcended. We're floating. Guys, we're floating. Look yeah. down. Guys. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Ryan. What do you got? No, I had completely technical questions that don't have anything to do with it because I nerd out over technical questions. <laughs> yeah, so you, you've got photography stuff you want to talk my about. My question is, I experience it all the time, and I'm sure Lauren does, and disc golf is a prime example of it. There's a, a thing that's called the law of diminishing returns. Where 
your peak, your talent can go to, let's say, you know, for your personal talent or your personal experiences can go to 100%. So when you are at about 95%, to get that extra 5% takes way more energy than the first 95%. Right. Like you can't, to get to 100% is impossible, essentially. Like it's a weird logarithmic scale, right? Mm -hmm. So, but you're always attempting to do that. We always do that with disc golf. You always try and get better. You always do that. There's a point at which your personal experience and your talent and, and all of that can only get you so far and the equipment that you are using can get you farther. It for me it's always been a question of do I buy that crazy great microphone to capture this thing or can I just do what I need to do by learning more and getting better at what I'm doing or can Lauren not use that $2500 lens and capture what she does or is that essential to what she's doing or do I need a new wraith in my bag is mm-hmm. that going to get me to 400 feet or do I just need to learn more about what I'm doing mm-hmm. and where's the separation between I'm as good as I'm going to get until I get better equipment or do I just need to get better as Lauren can I take the photos that I take with an old film you know Nikon FM2 or do I need a Canon 5D with that $2,500 lens. And my question to all of you is, where is that line? Because you mentioned last week that there was a video that you posted up to us with the the AUDL, the, the Ultimate yeah. League. Yeah, yeah. And there was like a promo video, and it was amazing. And you're like, I hope to, to get there one day. I, there's a feel to that video, and I need it. And I think your experience and your talent with that is good enough. I just don't think the equipment that you have is allowing you to get there. Hmm. And I hate to say it because that's going to make you spend money and I don't want to no, do that. No, the thing is, but, I've already spent the money. I just haven't spent the time to learn how to use right. those things. And that's, that's I, why I'm talking to Lauren right. and, and going so, to this class. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is your experience, Lauren, and all of us? Like, Where do you finally say, okay, I've gotten as far as I can go. I need better stuff versus... I just need to learn more. That's a really interesting topic. So, I mean, I've reached points and we're always limited by what we have, whatever resources we have, money, time, uh, you know, you put it all into effect. I mean, there's been times with my new setup, I mean, it's not top of the line. It's middle of the line. Maybe it's not even middle of the line. But it gets me what I need. So you kind of need to weigh your checks and balances as to what you need over what you want to make things happen. So I would say it's definitely not the equipment. The stories that you share with people are more from the heart. Who you share those with, how you gravitate that message is to whatever it is you're creating. I think that's the important, the more important fact in that. Like for me, I've captured bad photos, a lot of bad photos (laughs) and they're dark and they didn't turn out. But you know what? That person got a hole in one in that moment. So when I share that photograph with them, it might not be the best exposed thing, but there's a certain level that takes them back to that memory. And that's the important part. Mm. It's not always quality. It's embracing the memory. It's about kind of finding a reason to love each thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and strictly from a disc golf perspective too, I hate to say this, Sean, because you own a disc golf shop, but 90% of the dudes that come in don't need a new disc. You know what I'm saying? Like it's fun to have a new disc. It's totally fun. But 
it, it's more about you know fundamentals and learning the game but mm-hmm. like at some point i'm gonna go buy a new disc and try it out just because it's new and it's not gonna help my game but for a moment i'm thinking maybe this will give me that 30 feet that mm-hmm. i was looking right. for you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing and so sometimes it does happen no law of averages says it will not happen maybe Ooh. for a moment it does uh, when i first threw a strike i was like this is this is cheating this I, I could throw this <laughs> further than anything else I've ever thrown. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, you're right, because now when I throw the strike, same as every other no, long distance exactly. driver I have. Yeah, law of averages. In those moments, yes, you capture a new disc or you get a new lens and the first picture you take is going to be like <gasps> out of this world this and it's it. exactly what you've been looking for. Yeah. But maybe that opens up to your your eyes to new experiences and and you know and elevates your talent to a, the next level. It's the journey, dog. It's That's the journey. True. Yeah. I just think that, like when people think about about, oh, I need the next, or you know, I I can't do it without this, or it's never really any of those things to me. And mm-hmm. I think about like when I got my Canon EOS R, I got that a year ago, and it was pretty much when it came out, and it was so exciting. And I remember a month after getting it, and like I wrote a blog post about it just because I wanted that memory of how I felt within the first month of having mm-hmm. chasing that feeling, chasing that feeling. And now that I have it, I'm like, I want something else. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. and that's what it's, it's always going to be like that though. Right. Yeah. It's okay to, uh, to chase it from time to time, just to be honest with yourself that you got to kind of love what you have. It and reignites yeah. the spark. Yeah. Well, every I time can. I buy a new disc, it yeah. does that for me too. Like yep. I, hell, I don't even throw half the discs I get. Right. Yeah. I, same, same thing. Every even time I get a new disc. it's not part of it, it's still part of it. No, it's part of the whole experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the experience with discs, uh, it's best breaking them in though. It's so exciting from that moment. Yes. And then yeah. You, and then it's in your bag for 10 years and it's like, what? I can't live without it. It's a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have stories together. That was a, a really object. cool way to to put a cap on this. I hmm. love that. I just love that concept. I don't think a lot of people will be honest with themselves about it. The reason I asked is because that first came to me when I was doing photography myself, when we were doing car photography in Seattle. And I bought you know a DSLR and I knew the fundamentals, but I just wasn't getting the photos that I wanted to. And through research, I realized that the depth of field that I wanted and all of these things, I couldn't do with the equipment that I had. And eventually I bought better lenses and all that stuff and started getting the photos I wanted. But it was, in retrospect, never really the lenses. Mm-hmm. It was learning how to use all of that and bring my experiences to the level that allowed me to do what I wanted. But would I have gotten there without buying those? I don't know. It's like, it's kind of a catch-22. Yeah, know, maybe right? not. I mean, because yeah. you really do have to go through that whole learning process. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does mean taking risks and finding yeah. out buying how that much $900 you know. lens to go to Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've covered more than we bargained for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, and the, the crazy thing is, and I'm, I'm almost nervous to say it, but when we posted the mailbag, we got a much bigger, we got a, we got more responses out of this mailbag post than we get from most episodes. Yeah. People want to know about mm-hmm. you. And yeah, we're going to have to pare Jason, it down. Jason, bit. have you looked at these questions? I did earlier, but I didn't screen cap them on my screen. Okay. While you look. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Take us into the mailbag, Mr. Callahan. And for the record, as of this moment, there's 11 comments. Get the heck out of here. Stop. I just want to point that out. Stop. Don't stop. 
Of course. Grace Brazali Elliott. Uh, I know her. Yeah. Best Facebook posts in my feed. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, wants to know what's your favorite tournament to shoot? Incarcerated. Yeah. That's nice. an easy, easy one. And all of them. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> that's not a real answer. <laughs> Doc has a question. He wants to know what's your favorite disc golf photo that you have ever taken? Oh, you can't. Okay. Do that. So right. obviously, it's like a whole career. I have tons of historical moments, but I did want to share one moment. It was Paul McBass 2012 world championships win i showed up at worlds because i wanted to photograph it for myself the pdga got wind that i was there and all of a sudden i was a hired employee (laughs) but uh, there was another person that showed up there too and it was jonathan gomez and he filmed the very first video disc golf round coverage was the mpo final round it worlds so i no big deal no big deal i have a photograph with paul mcbeth and his caddy standing behind one of the tees and in the background of that just passing through is none other than jonathan gomez dude it's a nobody jonathan gomez right well like a nobody skinnier yeah. than he is today jonathan just, gomez yeah yeah but I mean, so Paul there wasn't until- quite Paul, and Jomez wasn't quite Jomez. Like, yeah, historic. Awesome. It's crazy moments. Uh, we're gonna need that photo as well for the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please and thank you. And when they stood right next to each other in the picture, their bodies made an eleven. Stop, <laughs> Jay. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Ryan Stilson, uh, wanted you to bring up your Paul McBeth shoebox story, which you did. But he also wants to know, what's your favorite place to go hiking? I think that's a great question for all of us. We can all talk about hiking. Oh, the local corner park, of course. Um, I like Bullfrog Lake. I don't know why that's not a disc golf course right now. Mm. Um, I always like Starve Rock, but Starve Rock has too many people. Mm-hmm. So I kind of tend to go like on a weekday, early in the morning, before anybody else shows up. That was mine. I was going to say Starve Rock. I went there a bunch as a kid. I haven't been in years. But Do you want me to weigh in on this? Yeah, I have never been like, oh, I'm going hiking now. Um, I I like camping, and I guess occasionally there's some hiking involved, mm-hmm. like uh, nature walks where you just I need yeah, to get I mean, out. I like I walking need through nature, yeah. but I mean, really? I've never intentionally just been like, oh, it's yeah. it's a it's an activity I want to go do. Yeah, uh, I need a purpose. Honestly, I need a destination. Playing a full round mm-hmm. of 27 at Delwood, and just like, I, there's only you know a few moments where you're really going uphill, but there's something I love about going up the hill on six B. Mm-hmm. That's a hike. Yeah. Every time I get to the top of it, I'm totally out of breath, but I'm really glad that I did it. And it's just, <laughs> right. It's a nice feeling. So yeah. I'll, I'll say Delwood is my favorite place to hike. Tim K has a question. There we go. He's gonna, What's his gonna, last name? K- Tim what? K- Jeltson. Okay. Je- sure. K-Jeltson. Okay. Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, what's your dream camera? He wants to know. What's, um, ideally, what's your dream camera? I mean, I like my current setup a lot, but I would like to try out medium format to see what that would mm-hmm. look like in a digital sense, but those cameras are insane. Yeah. Um, but there was one more question on there too that I wanted to answer. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked how many Vibram discs yes. I have in my uh, bag. Oh, oh yes. Who was it that said that? Steve Ratchin. Steve Ratchin. Rashawn. Rashawn. Steve Rakin. I have two Vibram Ridge putters, and I can't find another putter on earth that I like more than those. 
And they're not like the recycled rubber kind. They're not like the later, they're the early blends hmm. and they're extinct and they're my number one putters. Oh, I, I wonder if those are good. our listeners will search their attics and their garages and their disc bins and see if we can get Lauren oh, some more ridges. In my experience, yeah, because since I talked about the chief, yeah, everyone that I know uh-huh. sends me a message. Yep, hey, mm-hmm. I got a chief if you want it. Hell yeah! Actually, I, I just paid Ryan Aquino for two of them. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, if anybody has some ridges, some old Vibram ridges, Vibram girl up. ridge, let's go. I'll take it. Yep, cool. that'll do it. That's a wrap on the mailbag. That's a wrap on the mailbag. That's fish. a wrap on the mailbag. That takes us to the trivia portion of the night yes it does but we're gonna mix things up a little bit since Stop. nobody got if nobody sings trivia portion of the night my head's gonna explode no, oh, we're not there yet yeah, yeah we're going to introduce instead the tuesday tunes portion of the night oh okay yeah <laughs> tuesday tunes portion of the night so rather than doing trivia this week, we're going to talk about something that we decided to to start up, and it, I think we're going to do it in pituitary. What is that word? Perpetuity. Per, that's Perpetuity. It. Um, Perpetually. Perpetually. Uh, so we are going to accompany our our thread of episodes that people can listen to with a thread of tunes that they can listen to while we're out throwing. Uh, every Tuesday, we are going to add four songs to it as each of us decide what we're going to add to the playlist. Yeah. And you can follow it, like it, all that good stuff that you do with Spotify. And uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. There's mm-hmm. some really weird shit I'm going to throw in there uh, <laughs> that I, I'm really hoping that people get into and want to message me and talk to me about whether they loved or hated uh, the song that I decided to to add. So. I'll tell you what I'm, I what I big time looking enjoyed to. about this so far already. I did the very first day we set it up. I was driving and I was like, "Oh, why not listen to that playlist?" And it felt like I was hanging out with you guys <laughs> while I listened to it. When your song came out, uh-huh. I was like, "It was like Jason was in the car with yeah. me." Yeah. And when your song came out, I was like, "Oh shit!" It feels like Sean in here right now. Yeah. Uh, it was a cool feeling. Uh-huh. Nice. Um, what was your song? Oh, Incubus. Yeah. I got the uh-huh. same. Yeah. Same yeah, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I hope. Other people feel this way when they listen mm-hmm. to this playlist because it worked for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a really cool thing. Yeah. I've got some like. wacky stuff, too. And now that you're saying, like, hey, listen to it while you're playing disc golf. Uh, okay. I need to rethink that yeah. because some of the things I was going to add, you probably don't want to play disc golf, too. Yeah. So <laughs> I already know my song next week is going to be Wham Bam shang by Silver. And I don't. I mean, that's a freaking tune but i wouldn't disc golf from uh it. the guardians of the galaxy 2 soundtrack i've right? been listening to that soundtrack nice. on repeat nice. for about two mm. weeks there's going we to be a very different eclectic oh yeah oh, it's, yeah, gonna, it's gonna be all weird. over the place yeah. Yeah. The best part. Yeah. And the very first one we did was one song from our favorite bands yeah i figured why not start yeah, with yeah. Something yeah. Already right, about, right 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 yeah. 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 what yeah. what is going to happen from this point on it's not you're not going to necessarily hear from my favorite oh it's going off the guardrail it's just gonna be like that's a tune i'm throwing that on there yep Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks, Perfect Putt 360, for, <laughs> for really? the Tuesday Dudes portion. <laughs> for the Tuesday Dudes portion of the night. So um, we are uh, opting out of trivia for this week, but we're going to come back horde mm-hmm. on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Just wait till you see what we got cooked up. Yep. Uh, okay, so the last thing we do before we get out of here, as is tradition at the Royal Canadian Wedding. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by discgolfpins.com. It's the pinned it moment of the episode. Come on, Nina. There were some moments on tonight's episode. Many moments. Mm -hmm. Which Mm -hmm. moment pinned it the most? 
I've chimed in too many times on this. I'm going to let you guys take the lead. Sheila, what moment pinned it? <laughs> Sheila's, Sheila's asleep. Sheila's asleep at the table. What? <laughs> Sheila's checked out. To have the 11 sort of ex- the the 11 mystery explained. Yeah. That's mm. Sheila's pinned it moment sure. of the episode. Yeah. I'll agree with That's that. Good. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm there could be multiple pinned it cuz it's a it's an opinion thing. Sure. For me, the pinned it moment was the first moment where you got very emotional talking about mm. the love and like why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's and I'm going to carry that with me. Yeah. For a while. That's what Lauren does. Pinned it. I think the pinned it moment for me was when I remembered to shout out to your dad's nuts again. <laughs> keep, keep that going. No, I'm going to cut that out. You know, it's fun. No, keep it in. It's fine. Uh, I actually sent the, the first time that happened. I sent the clip to my dad like, hey, your nuts made it on the episode. And he just sent me a thumbs up reaction. And then I sent it to my mom just to see like, hey, your husband's nuts made it on the episode. I want to see what my mom said, and she just ignored it. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very mom thing to yeah, do. That's yeah. reaction. Yeah. So ignore. Uh, uh, thank you, discgolfpins.com. By the way, uh, Sheila just told us earlier that there are only two pins left, two unstable discourse, pin, uh, discourse pins left at the shop. Oh no way! Really? They'll probably oh, be gone by the time too. this episode airs. Yeah. No uh, doubt. But, hey, go check it out. There might be one or two left for you. Yep. Um, Jason has some ideas on what to do with more pins moving forward. So we'll see uh, if that comes to fruition. But uh, rotation. Mm-hmm. rotation. Thanks again to Disc Golf Pins for hooking us up with those. And thank you to all you guys for buying them and supporting the show. Yeah. We now have uh, a couple dollars to do something cool with. And yeah. uh, we're, we're still figuring out what that's going to be. But there's. As long as it's not more vodka, you. F- Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. I really yeah. love that episode. Yeah. Anyways, Wadda. I thought it was a good time, but that's uh, that's a good moment to wrap this up. I yeah. say thank you to Lauren, the disc golf photographer, for joining us and highlighting things that nobody else could have possibly highlighted. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, bringing us into your world and uh, and sharing your story with everybody. This was awesome. This is not the, the last time that we have you involved in the show. I hope you don't mind. No. There will be future uh, moments. And uh, thank you guys for listening. That is a wrap on Episode 5, Season 2, Unstable Discourse. Until next time, you guys keep it tight. See ya. Thank you. Adios. The word photographs has 11 letters in it. Oh. Are you joking? Wait. No, it totally does. <laughs> Let's photograph. Every time of the day, Listen to Unstable Discourse on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or right from Buzzsprout.com. And if you have the time, leave us a rating and review. It helps the podcast get to more listeners. Unstable Discourse is a top secret studios production. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.